Welcome to the Rule Number Seven Podcast. I'm Luke. I'm Kyle. And your rule of the day is I had one beer. What? Two beers. What? Three beers. What? This is a motherfucking wrestling episode, bitches. And I don't know anything about it, but we got our boy Shane here with us today. And he is a fucking wrestling nerd, just like Kyle is. And I was about uh, to say, like, you are in luck. Yeah, yeah. This is basically going to be the Kyle and Shane podcast today because I'm going to be like, um, Stone Cold's my answer for everything. <laughs> Which is so, perfectly acceptable in most cases. It's true. Uh, favorite female wrestler. What? <laughs> <laughs> so it's WrestleMania weekend. So. Uh, this podcast doesn't come out for like another two weeks, so WrestleMania be long and gone. But what match are you most excited for for WrestleMania? Uh, I would say at this point, after all the build up, and now it's you know, what are we a day away from night one? Right. Uh, the way they've built up the Edge versus Demon at this point, Hell in a Cell, right? Hell in a Cell. It's not going to be the stupid red cage that they've been doing for the last like two or three years. It's going back to the traditional like gray Hell in a Cell. Well, Triple H also said that he's doing away with the pay-per-view in itself because that match needs to be what ends a feud. Yes, I agree. So you're most excited for that? I would say so. I still have a bitter taste in my mouth over the whole Cody going from AEW back to WWE thing, so I don't care about that. I do want to know if they're going to bring back the old belt afterwards, though. So, so do are, you think they're going to combine the belts? I've heard that one of them is going to stay, and I think it's the, the, the traditional like uh, black like heavyweight championship that they have but they're going to get rid of the like red slash blue one. I think that shit's whack anyway. Yeah, that one was dumb ever since. Dude, when they announced that they were going to do like a second title, I was so hyped. And then they got to the pay-per-view when they showed it, and I had never been like so let down in my life, except for when they introduced the 24-7 title, which oh, I don't yeah. know if you got to witness that live when it happened. Yeah. But it was like, man, mankind's out here, like... Yeah. Dude's gonna rock out some cool, awesome-looking belt, and it was this thing that looks like they just went to Walmart and bought like one of their own toy belts and brought it in there. Yeah, because Crash Holly won it, and he was running around all the time. Like they got him in the airport with it and shit, didn't they? Or was that the hardcore? That was title? the hardcore title. The oh, twenty-four so I mean, was like a, a reinception that they tried to do, but it wasn't like that's the one our truth held like for a that. while. Yeah, he had it like. 37 times or something like that. <laughs> it was something astronomical. And then they fully like retired it a couple months back. Thank goodness. So do you like give a fuck more about AEW now or like WWE? Cause I know you watch AEW like religiously. Shout out to Brody King. So like with, that's why I like that you guys had like, as like the, some of the talking points like best era of wrestling mm -hmm. now, in my opinion is like the best time to ever try to get into professional wrestling, because no matter what you're into, there is probably an Avenue for you. Cause not dude, that's the thing you have to think about how much of a stronghold on the market WWE had for years. There were some that stayed kind of afloat, like impact and TNA, 
that had like a really loyal fan base that got them through and stuff like that. But if you didn't like WWE, you had to hope that you could go to like hardcore shows or something like that, or were knowledgeable enough about like indie scene that was still trying oh, to like survive at the time. Or New Japan. Dude, New Japan is New Japan and AAA both completely slept on. Completely slept on. Not a lot of people um, even know about those uh, circuits. But in my genuine point, late 80s, early 90s, it was the best time for wrestling. When they mm-hmm. were still that mis- mystique of kayfabe and everything like that. Like everybody knew that it wasn't that it wasn't like two just random dudes going out there beating the hell out of each other anymore. Like everybody knew it was like scripted and stuff like that. But like go back and watch like WrestleManias from that time and look at the stupor in a kid's eyes when they see somebody like Hulk Hogan come out and stuff like that. And I know I segued away from that, but I, it got onto a grander scheme of things. But yeah, I would, I am definitely like 100% AEW at this point. Okay. Um, I still watch and keep up with WWE. Um, honestly, a lot of my news comes from Kyle when he talks to me about it. <laughs> um, I don't know. They just, I haven't liked the way that they've booked themselves over the years. And that could be due to the upper management and all that. But, well, I mean, we live in not- a different world than what it was back in the 90s, obviously. Yeah. You can't have like, a weird, crazy, extravagant character anymore in WWE, which is kind of bad. Like everybody's tamed down or the talents they did bring in from other places that were, you know, high flyers and stuff like that. They're like, no, that's too, too dangerous. You got to keep it safe. So a lot of times, unless it's a pay-per-view, because that's the only time that I will like directly dial into WWE anymore. Right. Uh, I feel like if I watch Raw or SmackDown or even like the weekly NXT episodes, like it's just going to be the same kind of like predetermined. Like I'll watch wrestling and Discord some nights and they'll be like, who do you think is going to win this one? And I'll be like, oh, with being WWE, it's going to be this happens, then this happens, and this it's is the very result. predictable nowadays. And you can nail it like throughout the whole night. But I've learned that if you go back and look at the golden era of wrestling, you can still predetermine those things, but the storylines were much, much better. Much better. And you got so... Like, you would drown yourself in those storylines because of how detailed and how good they were. But wrestlers back in those days were also allowed to be themselves more. Everything now is scripted to a T, but back then it was a lot looser. That's where I guess you have to look at it as the like publicly traded versus privately owned aspect. I don't think that was it. Yeah, but when you do that, you get majority shareholders and stuff like that. I understand that, but I still don't think that was the demise. I think the demise to the beautiful storytelling was that Vince lost all competition because he bought it up. Which was true. I mean, there was nobody else to fight against. There was nobody else to beat in ratings. There was no yeah. war. And so, licensee like, is dangerous. Are you, you're talking about Vince McMahon, right? Right. When he bought WCW and ECW. Got you. Got you. 
I mean, even so that, you can go back and see that even the invasion was kind of dog shit. See, and that's where I was segueing for like 15 years. You know, you didn't have an alternate. You know, Impact and TNA go to such random channels now that unless you have some weird spicy subscription to like a high tier package, you probably can't watch that when it's on TV. So there was like a 15 to 16 year gap where WWE was all we had. Well, they they had <clears throat> they had moments when Kurt Angle and Sting and Jeff Hardy were in those circuits. Um, but I believe once that kind of died, they, they kind of went with it. Yep. Because they didn't have the big draw. I think the last good big run that impact had, well, I'd say two. Two big impact runs that I thought were like super awesome and impressive was Matt Hardy when he was broken in Oh, the impact. delete thing, yeah. They they ran that company for like a year. Uh <laughs> and um there was like a kind of like a what Kenny Omega was doing. Matt Cardona went around and was like collecting belts and was there for a while. That was kind of neat. So, so before we go ahead, Luke, let me ask you guys something before you guys get started. So like, do you still do you too? Because I don't. I, I truly don't. But like, so when I watched wrestling, when I like we're talking like ninety five to like two thousand. I would fucking like draw posters. Like I would legit, like my grandparents would give me like a little money here and there. I'd do chores and get money. I would go get poster board from Walmart or something and make my posters for when wrestling came on. I had a fucking cane mask drawn. Like I had fucking so much shit that I would sit on my couch at home and be like, ah! and I was so fucking excited for oh, raw. Whenever that came on, what was that? Was that Wednesdays or Thursdays? Monday. Monday. Okay, see, this Thursdays is how out of touch Smackdown. I am. Smackdown. Okay, so like, I got one. I guess I was a little excited because I got the TV that night. You know what I'm saying? Like your dad's right. like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch the news," but I get the TV that night, so I'm like, "Oh my couch, fucking freaking out." But I, like, I've watched a little bit of wrestling with you guys, and like, I could give fuck less. It is so like, to me, not a thing anymore but like for you two do you guys still kind of have that little flame of like yo this is fucking tight sometimes oh, fucking there i'm not even ashamed of this there's still times watching like certain things and wrestling stuff like that where i'll get fucking goosebumps there's oh be, dude yeah i mean it's just gonna thing. be times this weekend right there, well I, no I mean, dude when cm punk came back two years ago i almost like wept like a fucking child, dude that yeah whole fuck cm punk was, bro so incredible. He's a Flyers fan, though. Like, he fucking sucks. He's also a crybaby. Yeah, yeah, well, you're gonna hear plenty about him tonight. Alright, that's that's <laughs> fine. Well, like, that's, that's one thing that, that sucks. Like, when I... So Kyle got us, like, a list of questions and shit and stuff to, like, for us to go over, and I'm, like, remembering all the fucking Stone Cold shit I had, like, all the rock shit. Like, I always, like, would get a fucking like, stencil tattoo that you can get at the grocery store. I always made sure I put it right where the rock had the fucking bull, even if it wasn't a bull. But like, I remember being so fucking excited about all that shit. And I had, um, which we'll talk about more, uh, cause I did want to bring up wrestling video games. Cause I'm sure we all played. Oh yeah. But like, oh, dude, on super Nintendo was the only wrestling game I ever had. And it was so fucking fun, dude. Do you recall wasn't that which the one, one with exactly the clown? Was? was it Royal rumble? 
Super was Nintendo, it? wasn't that WCW? No. No, the Undertaker. No, 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 no. There was like a there was like a Royal Rumble game. I think it was whatever it was. Like he, the Doink Rings. the Clown was on it, and he had his yeah. hands, and he'd mm-hmm. clap you together, yeah. and it'd be like yeah. it was. It was like Doink. It was Yoko Zuna, Bret the Hitman Hart. Yep, which was, was like, my fucking dude, bro. It was all the old school guys. Yeah. So, um, okay. Uh, one question you didn't ask. I'm gonna ask later if that's okay. Cool. It'll be on the yeah. spot, but. Yeah. Before yeah. we get into the questions, I want to ask one question off the cuff. What do you like? How do you feel about the way that AEW is allowing MJF to be a heel? To so the point we, where it's. Are it's we referring for, to the water? So, for people who don't know, <clears throat> not only does this guy cuss very frequently. Uh, during commercial breaks and things like that, <clears throat> calling people in the crowd fat pieces of shit. Um, but he also went up to a child in the audience, grabbed the water from somebody that was holding it, and threw it in this kid's face. Hmm. Sounds like a piece of shit. So that's the persona he is trying to give off, is that he is just a fucking douchebag. Now, do you like, think the kid was part of it? or No, he wasn't. Really? So, so how do you feel about him being... Because I don't think we've ever seen this kind of heel. So, there, there's, there's different sides of it. So, if you think back to, like, the Attitude Era and stuff like that... Like that type stuff. Did was your air ex- just turn on? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Because when you were talking, all I could hear is. Oh, I'm on a jet plane. My bad. Um, <laughs> so, my bad. I'm on my fancy jet plane. So, uh, so that was a very like common occurrence type thing to happen back in like attitude era and stuff like that. And to be honest, I see children at like these like deathmatch shows all the time and stuff like that. And you know, chairs are getting thrown in the crowd, like I'm, beers I'm not everywhere. saying I'm not saying that the child shouldn't have been there. Because oh, no, you know, know the product and, and and me as a child was very in depth into that stuff, like loved it. And I'm I'm very happy that I was allowed to watch it and and go to the events and everything like that but like how do you feel as him being this type of heel because i don't ever remember in the attitude era them throwing shit at children in the crowd or 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 stuff like that like i remember i I remember crowd like chicks in the crowd showing their tits and and stuff like that (laughs) and that's the only reason we watched like i remember that the puppies I do agree that if something like that is to be pulled, it does need to be yeah, it does need to be what's considered a quote unquote plant for that type activity. You know, somebody that they catch, you know, as they're coming into the building that night and being like, Hey, you have this ticket, like, are you okay if we do this spot with you on the show? So it I agree that real, bud. Well, I know that that one was real, like, okay. but normally something, I agree that something like that needs to be planned, especially if it is with a child. Um, ultimately, it sounds like things kind of got smoothed over in the long run with it. Well, yeah, they like pulled they, them aside. They brought them backstage and stuff like that. Um, 
But no, I don't think there's really been like this level of actually that Matt Cardona run I was talking about over like the last two years, like when he was in the deathmatch scene, he was I'm surprised people didn't try to actually like beat the hell out of him when he would leave the arena and stuff like that. Like that's how much heat he was getting. But, you know, also on the flip side, like places over in WWE, they still have like really aggressive, but like I think a lot of people don't catch it the same way. Because look at it like heel Bailey now, for instance, will go up to like a (laughs) fucking hate Bailey, but she'll go up to like little girls with signs in the crowd and like rip them right on camera and stuff. So different though. Like if she would take the sign and then fucking throw it in the kid's face, comparable. Like he chucked the fucking water in this kid's face, bro. Yeah. So do you <laughs> think that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Like, do you for, think if you're gonna heal, you need to fucking heal, or or do you think that was too much? I think to ultimately get noticed that you like, if you want to heal, you you have to heal. You got to be different. And that was fucking different. <laughs> like. He live. He's one of the few that like lives his persona like in and out. He does, bro. I saw that when he would do like signings and shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, <clears throat> you guys ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So to start, what do you think the best era of wrestling was? Shane, you were the guest. After you, my man. So yeah, I I still think late eighties, early nineties, but that I'm. The reason I say that also is, like, that's technically when I got into it. I got a weird start with wrestling. So when I was growing up, like, inside my direct house, like, nobody watched wrestling. Mm-hmm. My grandpa Same. was really, really, really into wrestling. And I don't know why, but for, like, the first couple of years of my life, I, I think I was just intimidated by, like, all the enthusiasm. But I was terrified, absolutely morbidly terrified of Macho Man Randy Savage. which you probably laugh because you know of my love of him now um but one day i was just like yeah that dude's not bad and i actually like sat and watched it with him and i was like this is incredible and (laughs) this is the greatest shit that's ever gone on in my life and yeah i've got one of those like addictive personalities so i was like i gotta have like the ring i gotta have like the titan tron entrance bro i had Uh, all that shit I had the CDs. We had like the little wrestling buddies for jumping on the trampoline. Do you remember the fucking, uh, the, the CD with the rock on it where it was the pie, Mm -hmm. the blue disc. That was was in particularly WWE, the music volume five. Yeah. And he did the rap song at the end. Oh, I did not know that they did stuff like this, dude. Oh, those things were amazing back then. (laughs) No (laughs) shit. It's just the wrestlers entrance music. Dude, back before. So like, that's what the TikToks are from. Like when I was a kid, and then it's just the wrestling music, and they're like going out in like these fucking uniforms that they put. Yeah, dude, you put on. it in oh, a yeah. CD player and you make your own entrance. Fuck yeah. You try yeah, to replicate my, it to the best of your ability. My ring was a trampoline. So I yep, would put, exactly. the, put the shit in the little boom box and be walking out to the trampoline. Yeah, obviously, you guys didn't grow up in a Christian home. <laughs> I never had that. <laughs> never too late. So, all right. So, before Lucas answers, you're going to take, eat your vitamins and say your prayers over, give me a hell yeah. 
Who, me? Yeah. You said late 80s, early 90s. Oh, see, yeah, I've, I didn't. I, I got th- into like why I was get or why I got into wrestling, but never really developed. Oh, well, why yeah, I said to go that. back to why so, you said that. I don't know, dude. I, in my opinion, like OG good wrestling is just like two just super fucking big dudes. Like you're like Hulk Hogan versus like Ultimate Warrior type it, like bro. size things. It's see, so stiff, dude. I love what I call like quote unquote big guy wrestling. Like, you get two big dudes that are just, like, slamming each other, and I'm like, yeah, that's why I love Brock Lesnar so much. I fucking hate Brock. I hated him in the UFC, too. Oh, he was a monster. Um, So, like, I'm really partial to that era, era, I guess, even though ultimately I lived through, like, the whole Attitude Era and like right. that's what I would watch like every single week or right. if it was like a school night, obviously on Monday, I'd be like, man, can we pop the VCR tape in and record it so I can come home and watch it tomorrow? Like that's what I would do like every single week, like Tuesday, get off the bus, like sprint down the driveway and like watch the recording. That's nuts, oh, yeah, because it used to be on so much. We had Monday Night Raw, Thursday Night Smackdown, Sunday Night Heat, and then the fucking Yo. pay-per-views. It was amazing. Yo. So what about you, Luke? So I think uh, as a not as much Shane wrestling fan that I have a better answer. So (laughs) when I did my research to make sure I was coming correctly, I'm pretty sure that the era that I liked the most was the attitude era. Correct. Because I I looked up the dates. The dates isn't an era. The attitude part was the era. Correct. So I have more knowledge than Shane. Shane, you're out. I don't know what they would even call that era. That's why I said, say your prayers and eat your vitamins. See, I don't know what that means. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, brother. Yeah, see, I don't fucking... It technically does have a name, but I can't think of it currently. Stiff and dumb. Fucking... The Royd era. So, I mean, like, I was... I was, like, never into Randy Savage or any of that until, like, I got older. And I thought, like... I get more out of memes from Randy Savage yeah. than I do anything. Um, and I never really watched the Hulk Hogan. Like, I like the history of Sting. And, like, you know, I've watched videos about that and how, you know, him sitting in the rafters and shit. And, uh, but, like, the Attitude Era is what I watched. And I thought that that was the fucking, I thought that was the coolest. That had- Was it Kevin Nash or Scott Hall that told Sting to wear black? Scott Hall. Wasn't it wasn't it Razor Ramon? I don't know. I'm just I'm just not looking things up. Shane, well, I'm kind of seeing if Shane would I'm, chime in. That that that's a conversation amongst them that I've never heard. Well, really, it, one it of them told. TikTok. Yeah, one of them told Sting to do a certain thing to get his fucking. Yeah, he was straight. like, "Why don't Why don't you wear a trench coat and do black and white?" And then boom, still working for him. Because he was like, what? he was like, have you ever seen the movie uh, The Crow? Yes, and that's, dude. Yeah. That's what he got it from. His makeup at first was extremely reminiscent of the actual Crow makeup. And then, that's where it came then he from. took it on his own a little bit. Yeah. So I I'm going to say it was Scott Hall. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Scott Hall. Who knows? Anyway, uh, can we have a uh, bong hit counter for Shane? Uh, this is number two. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so what's bowl. bowl, whatever. We're going to call it weed hit. 
we'd hit number two. I wish we could, I wish we were doing this live so we ding. could have a fucking counter. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my we're god, that would have been so perfect. I know. Uh so all right, what's your what's your era, buddy? Oh, attitude era. Okay. Fully. Uh, See, I yeah. would have pictured you as a ruthless aggression guy just because you're a no. few years younger than me. No, dude. Uh, ruthless aggression was like evolution, and that's it's just like it was like a remake of the fucking late 80s and early 90s, and it was just garbage. Hell yeah, brother. Because that was when they that was when they lost the F and had to bring in the E. Yeah, that was dumb as fuck. What was that? So the, the world, uh, pandas. yeah, worldwide, World wildlife, wildlife foundation. foundation didn't want to be associated with that. And because they actually I'm, had the the name first. Yeah, my dad said that they didn't want to have the letter F on the TV. No, no, no. no they just got like sued for like trademark or something. Ah. Well, they said they were going to sue him. Um, I did always want the T-shirt that my dad wouldn't let me get, where it said, uh, "Get the F out." And it had oh, the yeah. F on there and it, the cross out oh. of it. I'm so mad. He was like, the fuck you are. Anyways. Dude, do you guys right. remember that at one point WWE had its own like restaurant in Times Square? Vaguely. I had no idea. Yeah, vaguely. It was called like that. WWE New York or something like that. Some shit, yeah. But they always did like watch parties and stuff there. It was wild. They always made it seem like it was some crazy like club hooters experience. <laughs> 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 All right, what was your favorite championship belt? Let's go with Luke. I don't know. Okay. I told you there was some stuff I don't know. Uh, like, I I went to look it up to get an answer, and then I thought to myself, you know what? I'm just looking for a fucking answer here, so I'm not going to say anything. Because, like... Appreciate the honesty. Uh, Do you at I don't... least have a tab pulled up to see the ones that we're going to reference? No. So, like, our, so when I was looking at this, are you talking about, like, Duos matches, singles matches, or like no. What is your favorite championship like the belt actual ever? Belt the European title, oh, the Intercontinental see, title. Yeah, no. Clue. Which version of the championship title? We'll say Intercontinental. <laughs> but which <laughs> easy one? for you to say? I don't know. The Pat out, Patterson. Bro. Yeah, sure. See, that was that's my what thing. See, that's what I was going with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, one had so many cool variations, except for the current one. The current one I hate. Garbage. Uh, but like back when they did like the baby blue one, the yellow one, the white one. I still like think Prime Attitude Intercontinental. Era Intercontinental was the best. I don't remember when they retired the European title. Uh, Probably when they stopped doing so much with the cruiserweight. That's true. So what was your favorite championship belt? Uh, my favorite championship belt of all time is New Japan's heavyweight title. So I don't know that one. Let's look it up here. Yeah. Thank, thanks for looking that up for us, Brian. Get it up on the TV if you don't mind. <laughs> it's New Japan. Actually, let me double check myself because I think they've recently updated it. The Kazuchika Akada. Oh, that's the current champion. New World Japan. Dude, there's so many different things. The one up that here. does like the W on it? Like it has ears? No, I think that's the new one that they have now. So the big ass one then. Where yeah, it says IWGP that, on it. Yeah, it looks like the old like kind of WCW look. Yeah. But it's like six times bigger. That thing that does massive. look pretty sick though. 
Holy shit. That's dope. Yeah, they just retired that belt like year, year and a half ago and went to that new like that the new one's ugly as fuck. One. It really is. Yeah, it's whack. It looks like a weird indie promotion belt. They're probably yeah. losing money on a fucking amount of brass that it took to fucking make that belt though. <laughs> so I'm going back to the attitude era. My favorite belt of all time is the winged eagle. See, and I forgot that there was a difference between the winged eagle and the big eagle. Right. Because Stone Cold won winged eagle and then it got retired for big eagle. Right. Like the next day. Yeah. The which one I have a feeling is what I have a feeling, which I guess let us know in the comments. Uh, <laughs> that's what they're going to do with Cody. You think they're going to go back to big eagle? Not Big Eagle. Well, he's always said he's been a fan of just the traditional winged eagle. Okay. So, so was the Big Eagle blue? Is yes. That, yo, that's tight. I'm sitting here looking yeah, at a that's, picture that's of it. Yeah, that's prime mm-hmm. Attitude Era belt. That's, that's what sick. I consider like the WWE Championship. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's part of the reason why I like the... Is it that I'm thinking of? I think, yeah, I think that's why I like AEW's tag titles. Too, is they kind of resemble the uh, the older WWE titles. Oh wow, they do. Okay. All right, what do we got? Uh, favorite male wrestler of all time. This should be a universal answer, boys. Fucking Stone Cold, baby. Yep. No, I had Macho Man. That one was actually extremely hard for me because it would be one of those like taken from which era of my life because there's one point that fucking hurricane helms would have been my answer for that so so can you give me like a top three top with the three like uh macho ultimate warrior even though everybody said he was horrible in the ring he was still like the big guy he's fucking massive uh i wonder why yeah all time It's okay to say Brody King. <laughs> he could get there someday. No. Uh, I'd say for just pure good matches and entertainment, probably The Rock. It's respectable. Because The Rock was the most electrifying. He absolutely <laughs> was. His bill was sky high. Oh, dude. So... But yeah, dude, like I just, Stone Cold was everything to me because like, bro, he fucking wore camo, he drank beer, he fucking gave the middle finger out. I was just like, this guy got his shit together. He understands. (laughs) He understands what needs to go on here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the whole point of his act. Yeah. To be the common guy. Yeah. Mike fucking boss hates going to work. Yep. And And like fucking just didn't take shit from people. Yep. I was just like, man, this this guy is fucking. He he is the epitome of what I need to be. And then my mom, yeah, not to get fucking morbid, you know, I come from like a abusive home, but like my mom was like, he probably beats his wife. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like just from his character, I remember my mom being like, his character probably beats his wife, and I was like, oh god, wasn't he with Sable at one point? Yes. But now she's married to Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, yeah. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. speaking of who he was with, do you know how Stone Cold got his name? 
either? Either? No, 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 no. I know, like, when he did the 316 thing, but... Right. So he got his name because he was stunning Steve Austin. And uh, he was... uh, Whoever he was with at the time, I don't remember, and uh, gave him some tea. And it was when they were trying to pick a new name for him, and Vince mailed him two names. It was, like, Ice McFang and something else. I don't remember the other name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she goes... Think about it later. Drink your tea before it gets stone cold. And she goes, there it is. Stone cold Steve Austin. What? (laughs) Stone cold E.T. That's nuts, man. (laughs) A couple cheeseburgers. All right. (laughs) So this one will be interesting. Who is your favorite female wrestler of all time? I I made this pick from the only one that I know. China? (laughs) Yeah. I made it for Gabby. That's a too, solid pick. That was Gab. That's Gabby's favorite because I was talking to her about this episode, and she was like, "China was my favorite," and I remember her. So yeah, she, her fucking dudes. Up. She revolutionized women's wrestling for fucking the entire right. sport. That she was, was a pick. bad bitch. Rest in peace. Yeah, they did what? her so fucking dirty. Yeah, and then I was. Uh, I if was you haven't seen her. it, if you haven't seen it, Vice did an extremely good documentary about extremely her. Extremely good, right? Yeah, because like she was dating Triple H at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but he didn't claim her. Eh. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephanie was like, nah. And then once she left and did porn, she was like, oh, hell no. And then yeah. they finally inducted her, though, didn't they? No, I don't think so. Wait. I thought they did. Wasn't it like three years ago? Might have been. Hold on. Let me check. Oh, thanks, Brian. Right? 2019. Yeah. They, because, uh, wait. Did they? China joins the Hall of Fame class of 2019. I, th- I thought she did. No, that might be wrong. Because that one says 2017. No, hmm. she was only inducted as technically a member of Degeneration X. That's what it was. But they and have they never still actually fucked her. Yeah, they they have never actually solo put her in. Oh, so she's she's grouped in, but she's not. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that because I remember sucks. during the Hall of Fame speech, uh, they talked about her and got emotional. They now fucked her so bad. How did she end up dying? It was like a drug overdose. Yeah, Damn, that sucks, man. Yeah, well, well I'm mean, pretty she sure she off. was like, yeah, she was like mad depressed too. Yeah, because everything that I'm, well, I obviously can't speak for her, but I would assume it had a lot to do with how bad they fucked her in WWF. Yeah. See, I don't. That's the the storylines. I don't know because I was just like, well, that's the, the behind watch, the scenes stuff. Yeah, yeah. you got to watch Dark Side of the Ring. Then. Oh, that's a good show too. Best TV series there is. So who's your favorite female wrestler of all time? Cheyenne. China. Yeah. Cheyenne. <laughs> I, I always I want to say I Cheyenne. I had China as well. Really? Yeah, you, yes. I thought you heard him. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I gave her reasoning. I said she pioneered women's wrestling the most. Oh, I didn't know you had her too, though. A lot of people say like Mae Young and like no. Medusa and stuff like that. No. But no, as far as like getting attention. Medusa was women, a bad bitch, though. She still is. She still does like monster truck tournaments and stuff. Does she really? Yup. 
Did not know that. So I actually have Charlotte Flair. I think she's the greatest women's wrestler ever. She's getting to that point, but also don't let her become stale and stagnant because she's she's still really young in terms of like quote unquote like legendary status. I, I already up to that. like fourteen time champion. Yeah, bro. So like, like she's getting to that status, but like we're still so young into her career. But like you could say May Young because she was one of the first women's wrestlers. She you gave birth say, to a hand. Yeah. Oh my god! We're, we're gonna talk Let's, about that. Oh my god! I yeah. forgot he knew that to that So <laughs> you could talk about China because of what she did uh to defy what women's wrestling meant at that point. Um you could say a couple people for different reasons, but as far as skill on the mic in the ring, you cannot be Charlotte Flair, bud. Yeah, I mean that's that's lucky genetics. True. But I, she didn't she wasn't somebody that took advantage of knowing she had an in. Like Dominic Mysterio? Correct. Like you have uh fucking Bailey, Becky Lynch, and uh Sasha Banks and her all came in at the same time. I think the other three are dog shit. Trash. Horrible. Yeah, I I think that actually, man, hold on. I think that the only reason that those storylines when she beefed with each one of those, like when her and Sasha Banks did the Hell in a Cell match for the first time women ever did it, she's the only reason that match was good, and she beat the shit out of her, bud. I had to adjust one of my answers based off of this conversation. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not how this works. So I'm excited for this one. Your favorite theme song for a wrestler. Kyle, you haven't answered one first yet. Go for it. Fucking Y2J, baby. Which one's Y2J? Break the walls down. Break the walls down. Dude, that was my alarm clock for like six years. Oh, that's Chris Jericho's, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say He's the pulling that banger up. Fucking Hardy Boys, baby. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to do the glass break on me. Fuck no. So if you uh, if, if you would say second, would you go Stone Cold then? <clears throat> no, I think The Undertaker's was cooler. Wow. Okay, because if I go second, I'm going Crash Holly. Who's Crash Bro, Holly? Bro. See, I don't know what Crash Holly is. That's tied for mine. Bro, that Bro, shit is a breakdown, the bud. Theme. That shit yeah, was, was so hard. <laughs> listen to that shit, Luke. I'll, I'll listen to it later. I don't so, like, so, in my luck, it's going to come through something. Pull it up on your cell like, phone. <sighs> okay. So, if you had to... You you have a tie with Crash Holly. Who's the other one? Uh, The other one is... uh, I forgot if it was their first or their second... The Dudley Boys theme that had the missiles oh, dropping. Oh god, yes, dude! Boom, doom, 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 oh, that was so. And good. it had like the record scratches in it, dude. That yep. one, that was so like the good. best theme of all time, in my opinion. So, I actually wrote this down, but it didn't count as a theme song. So, uh, wait, wait, song. hold on, hold on. Nope, never mind. It's the next one. Okay, so did you listen to it, Luke? Yeah. Okay. 
Fucking Hardy Boys shit was way cooler. I have such a fucking soft spot for the Dudley Boys, dude. Just they they look so amazing. Like the white dude looks so stupid. He looks like a brain did bubbles. That was that was part of his uh shtick back then. Right. And it, it, they're like just fucking and, and but his just real fucking. name or like when he was in EC dub, it was Bully Ray, wasn't it? He's he's in Impact again. No, he was Bubba Ray in ECW too. It was when he was in Impact slash TNA, he was Bully Ray. Okay. Well, like I, I just recently well, we'll get into them later. So but because yeah, I'm, I think I'm what happened was WWE when they bought ECW technically owned those names. Yeah. So like even when they do like the podcast now and stuff like that, they can't even use right their real names. And they're from their Brooklyn, stage aren't they? names. Was it Brooklyn? I know they're yes. from either New York or New Jersey, and I thought it was Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure you're right. All right. So this is this is the one that I was going to be referring to. So when I get to mine, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Best entrance. Let's go, Luke. So I uh, had to pick two for this. Okay. Um, Me, I picked Undertaker and Stone Cold. But I have reasons behind it. I know that's like... Let's hear the reasons. Obviously, Obviously, Undertaker, you don't even have to say why. Exactly. All the times Undertaker was like in a fucking casket or the shit when his fucking... I think it was with John Cena when his shit was just laying in the fucking middle of the ring and and it goes black. Yeah. Yeah, Like all his entrances are so good because they're so like fucking dark and, and mysterious. And you're like... Is he going to fucking come out or not? And then all of a sudden, his fucking eyes are in the back of his head. And he's just, like, sitting there. like it. So that's sick. And then Stone Cold I picked because you never fucking knew sometimes when it was going to happen. Oh, my God. It was great. Like, it, 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 the fucking the times when, you know, like, The Rock's sitting there fucking giving it to somebody and, uh, and fucking yelling and shit. And then all of a sudden, fucking glass breaks. <laughs> and it literally just fucking <laughs> people lose their fucking minds like so they're great. about to get shot. Like, I mean, just all the times when you like you're sitting there watching it and you're just fucking there was some nights it never happened. <clears throat> but there's some nights you're just like, man, I hope Stone Cold comes out. And then all of a sudden and you're like, here comes the beer, bitches. And so, it's so those are those are my reasons. But that th- was those a question just, that I wanted to add because of what you brought up is what do you think the loudest pop ever was? So we'll, I, I want to do that next. So, uh, so okay. Shane, what is your favorite <clears throat> entrance? Uh, if I see when I read this, I thought of it to myself of like who, anytime they came out, like I got super hyped for and do Batista when he does that, that like, machine gun thing and the pyro behind him goes across like Aww. the shots and stuff dude Shawn Michaels that did gets better. Me... no he didn't yeah he did I hated Shawn Michaels entrances because I'll do that shit all the time I'll do that little pose <laughs> Bro, I'm too fat now though I'm probably I'm just, I'm probably... I'm just in my house like what up bitch <laughs> all the time dude so when I initially at, like read this question and wrote it down I was like man do I pick like uh, like how people during WrestleMania will change their entrance, or do I just pick an like a in general whose entrance? So I went with in general the way you guys are describing yours, uh, and my answer is the Brood. I think they have 
I think they oh, were the yeah. best fucking entrance, dude. They didn't even come to mind. So, Luke's gone, uh, but he's not going to know this anyway. What I wanted to write for best, like, time I ever saw a wrestler's entrance was the night, I think it was SmackDown, that Shinsuke Nakamura debuted on WWE. And the fucking violin guy came out. And oh, he yeah. just played a solo. And then the lights went out and all the fucking strobes came up and his music hit and the crowd was following his music. I, dude, goosebumps the whole fucking time. So, who do you think is the, what do you think the loudest pop ever was? So, I mean, I, I didn't, since this is off the fly, there's, two, there's only two that come to mind. Same for me. And that's Stone Cold and fucking uh, John Cena. Because, like, you know, you watch any video when he's like, like, it's all like fucking someone's doing something and then everything goes black and it's like, like that, those, that is like fucking, you talk about like kids nowadays getting hyped about something. Like John Cena was the fucking man. There's been three that I've like watched live that were like insane. Mm -hmm. uh, so that one WrestleMania that John Cena came back recently and did the Thugonomics version. Oh yeah. Dude, the crowd went crazy for that. Did. Um, I can't remember when exactly it was, but there was one time Stone Cold returned. I think it was like after an injury. When he got hit by the car because he had to have I the surgery. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like, dude, they went ballistic. Yep. Uh, the other, the third one, just an honorable mention because it's recent, was the Punk return. Okay. That so arena. You... Dude, they completely filled the United Center. And every single person was screaming. Well, I know CM Punk's like a big dude for, for a lot of people. For me, it's just like, I don't like him as a person. It was more of a thing that the pipe bomb guy was returning to wrestling fucking, what, After 10 years seven later? years, seven. yeah. So the, the biggest pops I can think of is one of two. One, the Hardys return at WrestleMania a few years ago. Yo, that, that video was, was wild. Pop, oh, because everybody thought the New Day was going to be the fourth team or third team, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other one, which I think was 10 times bigger when it was in 10 times smaller of a crowd, was when The Rock was a part of the corporation and he was fighting mankind for the WWF championship and they were all beating the shit out of him. And right at the end, fucking Stone Cold's music hits and the whole fucking place erupted. And he goes down and, <laughs> and hits the rock with the chair and Mankind wins his first title. Holy shit, boy. What a fucking time I to be alive. That. that might be the one I'm thinking of. No, because no, that wasn't the injury return. But the injury return I think I'm thinking of was Triple H's. Dude, Madison Square Garden after he tore his quad. Mm -hmm. Holy fuck. I bud. think that's the one I'm thinking of injury-wise. That was when he turned face. All right. So next question. Best Undertaker WrestleMania match? Only because of the story. And I know you guys are going to hate to hear it, but the one he did against Punk. Okay. 
Because remember, so, Punk stole the urn and everything. You want to hear mine real quick? CM yeah. Punk. You thought that one too? By far. I mean, Shawn Michaels a is a close story. second. The second one. The second Shawn Michaels The match. retirement one? Yeah. But CM Punk, bud. Dude, that story was so good. So, so I'm good. assuming the story got like built up like a motherfucker? Yes. Got it and, was and probably Taker, one of the best they built for Taker in years. Taker was in good shape. Right. It wasn't like when he fought uh, Brock Lesnar and the streak ended. It wasn't like when he fought Roman Reigns and it was boring as fuck. He was in it really was, good shape. It was probably one of your last like peak Taker matches that he ever had. I, I still think when he came out and beat the shit out of John Cena two years ago, that was peak Undertaker, bud. Man, like he, he fucking so hard for that. threw him around, man. <laughs> He's a big fucking dude, bro. Yeah, he is. He is. Like he would tower all three of us. Do you have a favorite Taker WrestleMania match? Nineteen ninety eight singles match versus Kane, because oh, that storyline, brother, brother. Yes, dude. That shit fucking has been embedded into my brain, and I will never think otherwise of Kane not getting his face burnt off in a fire. So was that when Paul Bearer returned Kane as his brother and turned sides on Taker? Was that that one? No clue. I think that was sure that was. one. But I'm gonna say Such it was a so storyline. Like, dude, that like I like I said, I used to have the fucking Kane. I drew it with crowns. Had the Kane mask, cut the eyes out and everything. Yarn for the little string, right? Like that dude, I was like, Kane's so fucking cool. Fuck Undertaker for burning his face off. <laughs> like, so that match to me was like fucking mono e mono. Oh, it's great. See, that's what I meant by storylines that we talked about earlier. It's just they don't do shit like that, bud. They don't, bro. It's just so fucking boring to me anymore. But I bet. Let me let me shine a little light on Lucas for a second. Bet you guys didn't think I was going to drop that goddamn bomb. No, I'm actually really that proud of you for that match. one, bud. Yeah, that was good. All right. This is going to be interesting. Most overrated wrestler ever. Kurt Angle. What? I hate him. I have, I have <clears throat> two for this answer. I have one man, one woman. Whoa. Hold on. Kurt Angle? Hate him. Why? He won he an sucks. Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. No one fucking cares. That's what I told and Luke. We should have named this episode. Hey, look. No, straight up, <laughs> there's a bitch. It's a fucking look. Freaking neck. Look, there's a bitch down at McDonald's flipping burgers just high on heroin. Congratulations. Like, <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. I don't remember Dude. why. I don't know why. I can't tell you today. Maybe it's his face, but I have always fucking hated Kurt Angle. That man hated specimen. He is a that fucking specimen of a specimen. dog turd. Bro, two key moments that solidify Kurt Angle as a goat for me. The, the milk truck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think of that. The two moments that solidify when he teamed with Stone Cold and wore the, like, wood-sized cowboy hat. Yeah! <laughs> and the second one, there's one back when Undertaker was American Badass that they teamed up for a tag match. And, and Kurt Angle him. comes out. Yeah, Kurt Angle comes out with those shit-ass <laughs> Oakleys and that little fucking, like, American flag bandana. And he's, like, 
it's the most small I think I've ever seen Kurt Angle making himself look. And he's like, you ready to go chief or something like that? And dude, it's Hager one of my favorite. Almost Kurt fucking Angle broke, dude. Oh, that, that video with Kurt, Stone Cold, and The Undertaker and Kane. I don't remember why yep. they were all together. It was Jericho in that too. Am I having a stroke? I don't remember that. But nonetheless, like when Stone Cold was trying to like break Undertaker. Yep. I've watched that video here yeah. recently and, Where he and was I like thought, tapping him like Yeah. Yeah. And then like when, saying. when Undertaker was fucking pissed off about it, he'd smack Kurt Angle be like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just say that because there's a deep seated hate and I don't remember why. That's so interesting. You're like the only person I know Ever. that doesn't like him. That's whew. They missed, I and and I should save this because we have this question later on. So I'm 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 gonna save it. All right. Uh, you two have to you two have to yeah, answer I was that about question. To say too. Shane, which, <laughs> yeah, we were so appalled by Lucas's answer that we got just we got distracted. Uh, the male superstar, I guess we would call them Roman fucking Reigns. Fucking same, bud. For like seven years, we have had him just like shoved down our forced throats. down our throats, and now like which I one's Roman the Reigns, the champion? He's the right champ now. right now. Is he the one with the long hair? Yeah, yeah. That, that dude sucks. Yeah, he doesn't even look intimidating. So he was forced upon us for like five years, Luke, and then they put the title on him and turned him heel. And now the crowd really likes him, so I it's know. like it's like he's got to stick around type deal. But I'm really hoping if he loses this weekend that we get that six month like grace period that they're talking about. It should happen because they could reinvent him completely and actually because I mean get him over. Yes, like truly get him over. Mm-hmm. He's what everybody says John Cena is. Like he is actually that guy. Yeah. All right. Who's your woman? Sasha fucking Banks. Bro, I fucking hate her. I I have never seen a Sasha Banks match that I have enjoyed. Because, when Charlotte Flair beat the shit out of her. Yeah. But, <laughs> dude, the, the, the botches, man. Yup. And, and the it receding hairline. <laughs> and it's not just in that company. It's everywhere. And it's, it's male and female now. It like, is. It is. I don't know. I think everybody just gets too anxious and messes things up. But yeah, dude, like, I don't know. I never liked the gimmick. I think she purposely tries to ride the fact of being like related to Snoop Dogg. Yep. As like extra clout. Yeah. And I know she's New Japan Women's Champion right now, but I think they're about to do like another pay-per-view, which I'm pretty sure she'll lose it back to them. She's trash, bro. I, I the only one that came out of that era that I actually even like was obviously Charlotte Flair. I think all of them suck. Becky riding the whole man wave. Uh, I think her wrestling is garbage. I think her promos are halfway decent. Sasha Banks totally garbage, and Bailey is just fucking horrible. But when we so went think- and saw her. Uh, well, we didn't go to see her, but we went to a live event. I made a sign that said, uh, I hope Bailey's hugs don't suck as much as her wrestling. Back when yeah. she was like, I'm the hugger person. And she had the inflatable tube man. 
Like her heel See, turn was dog shit too. But I really like her because I feel like she's you can tell she's putting in effort. She loves wrestling. I'll like, give yeah, her you that. can tell that she she works her ass off. No pun intended. But um like she just she gives off the energy that she wants to be there. She wants to do the best she can. And I don't get that they vibe from much of the rest her, of the roster. They they really just need to reinvent her, dude. But they did that and did it work? Fuck no. But it it, it would be good for one one more try, I, I would say, because of how much you could tell she actually gives a fuck. Here's my issue with WWE reinventing people is when they reinvent people, they always put them in a faction, which I feel like takes away credibility of the new character. Correct. Because even when we got like double champion Roman, then you got the tribe. Or... I will say, though, that the bloodline storyline has been pretty fucking good. But that's more so the bloodline and Sami Zayn carrying that than it is him. Oh, correct. I'm not saying it's a him thing, but I, I definitely have really thoroughly enjoyed this storyline. Even It's though one we, of the stronger factions they've done in the last couple of years. Correct. Even though four to five months ago we called that WrestleMania it would be KO and Zayn versus the Usos <laughs> for the tag titles. We, I mean, That's we called true. that shit a long time ago. So. That's true. All right. Uh, most underrated wrestler of all time. Luke says Kurt Angle. D'Lo Brown. Wow. You messing with the real deal now. Good the kid's not talked answer, about. dude. Thank you. Thank you. Back when he was he's like, he's <laughs> like, just not talked about, man. Like, I mean, like, but it, I feel like in the attitude era, it was very hard. It was very easy to get tossed under the rug if you weren't the rock, the undertaker, the fucking stone cold. Whoever else. You had to show that you were the hungriest back then. Right. I would say that talent was buried on their own rather than WWE doing it. Like, if you didn't come in there, guns blazing, you would be buried. But now it's like, if we think of something else, you're gone. That's a really good answer, though. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I'm just full of fucking surprises today. Big shout out to Gabby for the McDonald's order. Nice. Would, yeah, uh, he does commentary for Impact now. Does he really? Mm-hmm. No shit. He does great with it, actually. Like, he sounds like a natural when he does it. So who do you have? Uh, For most underrated? Yeah. Malachi Black. So that is it's, Alistair Black, correct? Yes. Okay. I and I like that answer. There, There is a lot behind that answer. For the fact of, you know, WWE scripted that injury that messed up his eye, he still to this day sells that injury in oh, AEW. he's got the, the black contact or whatever? Yeah. He's, and that's where, like, the, the, like, black darkness on his face, like, continues to grow and stuff, too, as he gets more evil, quote-unquote. Oh, that's um, But even after WWE let him go, he was doing these really good, like, small YouTube movies like teasing that he's coming back but you didn't know like what he was doing or anything like that they were just extremely cryptic 
And it's unfortunate that there's such little like TV time that doesn't allow for him to truly get to like show his creativity uh, because that man is just a genius in the ring, on the mic, like his production value for like the promos they cut and stuff is just beyond anyone else in my opinion, even like Bray Wyatt. So two quick things. One, he could have had a great heavyweight championship run in Mm -hmm. WWE. He could have Mm -hmm. been the guy. And number two, I think Aleister Black could have been a better Bray Wyatt than Bray Wyatt could ever even dream of being. Yeah. And I feel like now that I'm thinking of it, that's probably why they got rid of him was they were like, oh, we've already got like one of these guys, but then they ended up getting rid of Bray too. Um, But yeah, that's... I think Bray's pretty overrated. Nowadays, yes. Yes, as soon as the fun house started, it got real corny. Don't get me wrong, I love long-term like storybooking like stuff that takes months to build up and stuff like that but absolutely when it's just like pre-recorded segments and not like actual in-ring altercations and stuff like that it's hard to invest in it the only pre-recorded segments i used to like was like mankind in the boiler room yes when he was ripping his fucking hair out dude because he was good enough to just go in there and Yep. Ad lib and be perfectly fine. Oh my God. Uh so I have the Miz. I think the Miz is the most underrated wrestler ever. I mean, his mic skills. Why? Dude, his mic skills are fucking incredible. The way he can sell a storyline is so good. My issue with him though is Similar to kind of the issue I have with MJF a little bit is all his storylines are like the same pattern. Ish. Um, I think that his run got soiled because he should have never been fighting John Cena as a main event. Like that should have never happened. Yeah. And I think I think his title run happened at the wrong time. Because there were way bigger stars around him and he was early in his career. Right. And I, the thing that sucks about The Miz is I think he's always done better for the Intercontinental title anyway. Like, you got to have those yes. guys. Like, it's back a, when. It's a belt that needs a strong holder. Correct. Like, Chris Jericho, one of the best to ever do a run with that title. Dude, but so, don't discredit it. I absolutely love Gunther. The dude, or uh, is that what he's going by now on the main roster? Whoever's the current Intercontinental he's Champion, a big motherfucker. That that's a dude that carries the belt well because okay. of like the reasons we're we're speaking of. Like every match he puts on, like he lasted, I think, the entire Royal Rumble this year. I remember that. So like that dude's a monster, and some of his NXT UK matches he had were phenomenal. Okay. All right. So, have you ever been to a live event? I have been to three. I went to WWE when I was like, maybe I was like 12 or so. Uh, It was just like one of their like weekend house shows. So, that's where I saw The Rock. I saw The Rock at a house show. 
little things like that. Uh, and then I've been to AEW twice. That's got that's got to be cool live. Dude, the live ones are pretty cool. It's weird. It's so weird watching wrestling without commentary to me. It is. It's very weird. It sounds amazing, though. It's one of the coolest like sounds ever. I think they put mics in the ring, though. They do. Okay. So they absolutely glad somebody do. else is, is behind me on that. So, Luke, I know you've been to at least one. Yeah, that's the only one I've ever been to was I went with you to D.C. Yeah, we and, went uh, to D.C. Oh, yeah, went together was, to one? Yeah, I me, Matt, and or, Matt. Uh, yeah, my buddy, or Kyle's buddy, Matt, is my friend, too. Yeah. Um, but we were on the wall of the nosebleeds. Like, there was nowhere we else. We there. could not go any farther back. Those, yeah. like, $12 tickets. Yeah, was, and, uh, and I just... Was, it was, like, two or three weeks before The Rock and John Cena's second WrestleMania match. Oh, shit. Because I still have a picture of us there next to The Rock's bus. Was I there? Yeah, bud. Yeah, oh, I'll send you a picture of it in a second. Oh, it's tight. See, this this is so weird. I don't <laughs> know why, but I remember being there. I remember sitting and putting my hand on the back wall, and that's it. I don't remember the match. I don't remember who drove. I don't remember getting there. I don't remember leaving. I don't remember any of it, bro. I wonder if I can so, this around. Sorry to fun fact. Mm -hmm. uh, now that we're like talking about that, I... um. Oh shit. oh shit! That's dope. That's tight. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's funny that you say that you don't remember like anything from the event uh, because I was like, all right, what's some of the matches I saw when I went to those? And mind you, AEW has only been around for three years, so like it's been recent that I went to those. And I was like, dude, I don't remember anything that happened at those, which is weird because AEW, you're technically there for like four and a half, five hours because right. they do uh, they do their YouTube show, which is an hour before Dynamite. They film Dynamite, which is eight to ten, and then they pre-tape Rampage for Friday, which is from ten to eleven. So you're there like all afternoon. So like you see a ton as well. Oh, I guess I could have probably just like went through my phone and looked at it. But I actually had to like Google like the Dynamite results from like those locations. <laughs> And be like, oh, yeah, that's right. That match happened. And that's how I was able to find my next one. So I've been to probably at least 10 events. Holy Damn. shit. Uh, You've been to like pay-per-views and stuff, though, haven't you? So I've been to the first ever show I went to. My dad took me when I was very young to a house show in Richmond. And that's where I got to see The Rock. Um, and I still remember the little girl next to me telling me to shut up because I was fucking screaming when he came out dude was it uh was it at the richmond coliseum yeah he fought kane he beat him and then he got on the mic and just talked shit it was amazing oh yeah so i got to see rock in the prime um and then since then i've been to raw i've been to smackdown um and i've been to two pay-per-views i've been to extreme rules and i went to battleground you know, and it sucks that that Coliseum shut down because there used to be, like, Raws and stuff there, I like, all the time. never went to... They they had one pay-per-view there in the recent years uh, was Backlash. When they brought that back, it mm -hmm. was in Richmond, um, which I wanted to go, and that was even... Roman was still fucking headlining those, so it was like, nah, I'm not going to see that shit. Yeah. 
but for for the pay-per-views that I went to, DC and Baltimore. Uh, I mean, you had, to go, you had to go out of state for that. Uh, which brings us to our next one. Best live match you've ever seen. I don't, so I for don't, me, I don't, like I said, I don't remember the matches. I remember you being excited about something the day we were there, but I don't remember. Cena. Yeah, so yeah. I don't I don't really remember it, so I can't really I speak on it, unfortunately. Bro, I am a fucking die-hard John Cena fan. Like, die-fucking-hard. That is... What's, uh, what's the best live, live match uh, you've so... seen? At one of those dynamites I went to, it was when it was leading up to CM Punk versus MJF, and MJF like had like all of his cronies and his faction fight him before the pay per view, and dude, it was the Wardlow CM Punk match, and Wardlow's just one of those like big guy wrestlers now. So I was gonna and ask, dude, have you seen CM Punk live? Yes, that was the first time I ever got to see him live because I was like, man, I'll never get to, like, even when he does come back. Uh, and, dude, he got the ever-loving shit beat out of him in that match. He got power-bombed, uh, power-bombed, like, <laughs> power-bombed. power bam. <laughs> he got, got power-bombed, power like, ten times in a row and then power-bombed through a table and then, like, just out of nowhere fucking hit the GTS on him in, like, one. So I so saw I got CM see him at least Punk uh, back when he was actually in WWE. Who was he feuding with at the time? Um, I would have to I would have to try and check the photos because obviously it was a very long time ago. Um, it might have been John Cena because that's the pictures that's next to his entrance video. Because I I have John Cena coming out and then I have CM Punk coming out. So there's a good chance it was that the heyday. Um so my my best match I've ever seen live, I got some good ones, bud. I saw the Hardys versus Sheamus and Cesaro in a steel cage match for the tag titles. Yo, that's sick. Damn. And I was hold on cuz I want to bring up photos of this to show you. I was it looks like maybe 30 rows if that from the cage. No shit. Yo, Bro, that's, that's a good sick. spot. That's like okay, so there's a lot of misconception about like what's considered like a good spot when you go see wrestling. Front row is garbage. You want to at garbage. least be a little bit up first tier so that way you have full view of the ring and the Titan Tron. We we learned that because the first time we went, we got like the first set of actual like seats. And uh -huh. it was perfect. Could see everything. Got great pictures and stuff like that. Yep. And they were like, well, fuck yeah, we want to get like floor seats next time. And we got floor seats for the second time we went. Couldn't see sucks. anything. Yeah. It Everybody's sucks. so tall at wrestling. Um, Everybody's so tall. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw uh, Jeff Hardy do a uh, whisper in the wind off of the uh, top of the cage. Isn't that where he starts backwards and flips forward? Yes. Yeah, I saw him do that off the top of the cage. So that had to have been one of the pay-per-views, right? It was Extreme Rules. Yeah. Um, I would have to look up the... Which I probably should because you'd probably be like, holy shit, the matches that I got to see uh, during that. But probably the best match I've seen 
is I was at Battleground when the Shield broke up and had their triple threat match. Oh, shit. Yeah, bud. And I was, again, very, very fucking close. I think we were actually closer for Battleground than we were for Extreme Rules. Um, I envy that. So it, it was about the same, but I was a little further down to the other side. Oh, hell yeah. That's, That's still a really, really good seat, bro. So uh, after we went to the events, I went back and I have all the like the TV time and the, the photos that WWE put out about it. Um, and we're in all of it. Like you could see our faces plain as day. Like That's me and my nice. bootios shirt. <laughs> bootios. All right. Um, who do you think has the best microphone skills ever? I mean, honestly, there's only two answers. Mine aren't going to be either either one of those. Probably not. And I'm going to say The Rock and Stone okay. Cold. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Great answers. I mean, fucking great, yeah. Very valid. I mean, the back and forth between just them two alone. Oh, it was beautiful. Because you know me, I'm a big shit-talking guy. I love fucking shit-talk. And I think I would even put Triple H up there. And I, I'm not a big Triple H I guy. I agree with you. But I would even put Triple H up there. But I'm not going to... I'm going to put him in as an honorable mention because I don't really like him that much. But Stone Cold and The Rock were two... Like, when you think of that era of wrestling, that's the two you think of going back and forth. For me, at least. Correct. That's they your, stick out the most. That's your Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant right there. Yeah, which those two can fucking... Yeah, uh, I'm bold. <laughs> Shane. Oh, you, you probably know mine. CM Punk. No, really? I'm going with no. Mr. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. CM Punk is incredible, but MJF is only 26, running the way he does and talking the way he does. Like he is absolute gold. He is the modern day Ric Flair. Oh shit, I didn't I even think of that. Ric Flair. He is the modern day Ric Flair. Damn, wow, that's a just great cool, genuine heat from everyone. I mean, he threw water in a kid's face, bud. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> did anybody pick Ric Flair? No. I thought he was I'm not was a Ric Flair fan. Really? I have like Pussy. a slight Ric Flair shrine above my computer. I have like a Japanese looking photo of him surfing <laughs> yeah. in the sky. Uh, what? And then I also have it's like a real artsy looking print, uh, like in like a nice font and everything. And it's the style and profile and limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. Bullets, beautiful. Dude, the amount of times that man yelled and I thought he was going to have a stroke. Is astronomical. I mean, that motherfucker's uh, face has been purple before. His altercation with Jay Lethal that time is still oh like one my of my top God. ten wrestling Were they moments fucking ever. Wooed each other the whole yep. time. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, is that the one where the dude was uh, standing at the entrance and yeah, and they yeah. just like they, <laughs> you can't be me. Yep. Oh! <laughs> Greatest thing ever. I mean, you have to say that is like when he like so when Ric Flair originally did that, when he originally did the fucking like 
elbow on the mat and no one's there. Oh. <laughs> that might have been one of the funniest things to ever Dude, happen so in good. wrestling. It's, it's so, so preposterous, but that's just the guy he is. Yeah. And and that that to me, like he I think, you know, I can't speak too much on it, so I don't want to sound like a douchebag, but like he brought a type of swagger to his oh, character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. By far. Dude. And I and I love and like I said I love shit talking. I like the bling. I cuz like Hulk Hogan to me, I know nothing about him because he's like a fucking stale potato chip to me. Same with fucking was, the rest of them. He was the John Cena in the 80s. Okay, okay. I just I mean there's there's no Rick he's Flair to me. Rick Flair is he pioneered what a heel should be. Because, so I mean, he's considered him, a heel then. Absolutely. Um, during that time, I would say yes. Okay. Um, but I mean, before him, you had like the Iron Sheik and and guys like that who were just mean guys, and they yeah. were they were the foreign guys. They were mean, but no microphones and stuff like that. They were just the bad guys. And then Ric Flair came out and was like. <laughs> I mean, dude, you might not be a big Ric Flair fan, but God damn it, 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 if you had to pick the funniest wrestler and the person that didn't really try to be funny, but just trying to be like... That's Santino Marillo, bud. I don't even know who that is. I pick <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> dude, that Santino Marillo, man. He needs to guy. be in the Hall of Fame. You know who else wasn't too bad on the be. mic? Who wasn't great, He's but wasn't not. too bad? Is the Big Show. The Big Show wasn't bad. So there was a storyline that The Big Show had that I still think is probably top 10 storylines I've ever seen. And that was right. when, when he was... killed Kurt Angle? No. <laughs> well, I wish when... he would have fucking piece of shit. <laughs> it was when he was beefing with the big boss man. And he, for some reason, they did a storyline where The Big Show was at his dad's funeral. Oh my and the God, fucking the bo big boss man rolls up, rolls up in a car, fucking beats the shit out of Big Show and ties chains to the casket and drives off with his dead <laughs> father in the casket, bro. Bro, that's, that's some hardcore shit, dude. Oh, it was so fucking... And Big Show jumps on the casket while he's driving away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I it gotta watch that. See, it's funny that you mentioned that moment because as you said that, <laughs> or whoever said that, like Big Show had good mic skills. I was trying to like think across any times that like I remember a Big Show like backstage segment or anything. <laughs> but what came to mind was that time that The Rock was cutting a promo against like five people he was about to face, and he yeah. just kept going for Big Show. The big and, like, slow. The, yeah, for some reason, I just picture every one of his promos was just him doing that. So uh, for the longest time, I thought as a little kid, because dad always listened to 99.3 The Fox in Front Royal, which is our rock station. Right. And uh, it was the John Boy and Billy Big Show. So uh, do, have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought here. one of them was the Big Show. Nice. So I was like, oh, you know, same thing. It was the so I, I really thought I really thought that he I was like man he's got a he's got a busy life great fucking entrance music too oh yeah one of my so. favorite moments from him is when uh they used to do buried alive matches which why don't they do those and they build the fucking mound of dirt 
uh, with the six foot hole near the, the ramp, trunk, right? And the big show threw mankind from the fucking ramp all the way into the fucking hole, which was like 15 feet from him. It That's was insane. Amazing. He's a massive individual. Oh, yeah. What's really uh, unfortunate is if you go back and try to watch like buried alive matches now, they do like it's like edited. So say like Stone Cold hit Undertaker in the head with a shovel. They do that like it pauses for like two seconds right before it hits. And then the next like scene it skips to is like Stone Cold laying in the hole. You got to you got to go to Reddit, man. You got to go to Reddit to find the real Shoot, videos. I probably got most of those on a, a VHS somewhere. Yo, oh, you dude, guys have a shit ton of Speaking of VHS, you guys need to come up and visit me. Because there's a, a yes. corner store comic book store that has so much wrestling shit in it, it'll blow your fucking mind. They have half their store is dedicated to wrestling. Yeah, VHS is out the fucking that. Yeah, you guys are gonna have to come up and hang one day. All right, so let me piss somebody off. I think the best person to ever be on the microphone is John Cena. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, will I just, agree. He's probably like the best like face guy that's ever been on the mic. He's probably promo. made a lot of money for the company. That's for sure. Dude, his pro I'm not even talking about thugonomics, John Cena. I'm talking about his promos nowadays or like like when he feuded with Randy Orton. Holy fuck, those promos were insane. Or when he promoted uh, with uh, uh, Roman Reigns. When he was like, uh, you finally cut a halfway decent promo after four years and I'm going to shrink you down to size. Oh my God, mm. dude. I just, I think that John Cena can be corny at times. That's his stick though. Yeah. And he like, That's, he even knows it, which is sad. Yeah. Yeah. But him and uh, Fast insane. and Furious was a complete liability. Like garbage. Like when The Rock was calling him a fruity pebble because he he's like, you come out in your red shirt. You come out in your blue shirt, you fruity pebble. <laughs> and John Cena comes out uh, and he goes, maybe I'm a fruity pebble, whatever, but at least I don't have to write the notes to my promos on my wrist. And everybody was like, holy fuck. Because if you go back and watch The Rock do that promo, his notes for his promo are all on his fucking wrist and you can see him look down at it. Well, like, that shit nice. got real. Damn. Yeah, Damn. big Cena guy. Uh, most annoying on the microphone. No answer, Luke? Kurt Angle. Oh, come on! No, no! <laughs> that come man is on, golden. Bro. When that man opened his fucking mouth, which, your question, and I have it pulled up here, says most annoying, question mark. Doesn't say on the mic. I, I'm sorry. It, it I based mine as just overall yeah. most annoying. Okay. I I meant Mike. Hate Kurt Angle. I just I I'm sitting it. here trying to, the whole episode. I've been sitting here trying to think of been closing my eyes and going into a different world of me wearing my cane mask and just hearing Kurt Angle talk and I was like, fuck this guy. Do you remember when he came out uh beefing with Shawn Michaels? And he was singing the sexy boys song and he had like those old ladies with them. <laughs> no. So I felt like anytime he cut a promo, I was invested because he always did that like yeah. neck jerk thing as he was talking. And like he was just a you fucking meathead, bro. The shit he was talking, man. 
Now, I will say there was just a really crazy fucking like crazy storyline he was a part of that I'll show y'all off the podcast. <laughs> In WWF? Yeah. Okay, so I might be bringing that up. We'll find out. If you do, I'll be like, that's what I was going to mention. Okay, it, it's coming here in a little while. Uh, so who do you think is the most annoying? Oh, Austin Theory. He's like a dud. He's a dud, and he was a Vince project, and I've just never been sold on him. Is that why they're putting him against Cena? I think so. Well, they fucking failed, bud, because Cena is shitting on him with the promos that they've cut. Like, he sack-tapped him when he walked out of the ring. And he was like, by the way, you might want to work on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, because I did mean microphone, which I apologize, Vicky Guerrero. Oh, no, I love her, dude. I Are absolutely you serious? Oh, dude, I love that. Oh, that shit was like fucking nails on a chalkboard. All right, uh... Your favorite faction ever, which I'm assuming Luke and I are definitely, yeah, we are definitely going DX, bud. I got in so much trouble in school. We all did, bud. For fucking shit. Yeah, the teachers and bus drivers and shit. Bro, no one was safe. No, no one was fucking Fuck safe. No. Mom, dad, grandparents. I did that shit walking into my grandparents' house one day. Uh, motherfuckers! Uh. <laughs> I imagine your uh, grandfather was just like <laughs> bull hit number three. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you have to go DJX, man. I mean, like that was like, dude, them on the fucking uh, on the tank. So that's the reason sick. why I'm going DX is because when the Monday Night Wars were in full effect. And they were in Roanoke or whatever, and WCW was in uh fucking Norfolk, like Newport News or something. Newport News or whatever, and they rode that bitch all the way to the fucking gates of their building. That really was insane, yeah, dude. That was not like that wasn't scripted. Like that is amazing, and the fact that they let them do that, like Vince let them do that, was incredible. I mean, that was such. A fucking important thing, dude. Like, I I don't know, man. It's just, like I said, I don't really like... Who's the, the dude with the long black hair? X-Pac. He was my favorite. Billy the Kid, right? Uh, he was uh, one, one, two, three kid. <laughs> one, two, three kid. I'm thinking He of was my favorite. I don't remember why. From the, <laughs> the West. But, like, that group was, like, the fucking... That was the biggest fuck you... To everybody, which I thought was cool. So real quick before Shane, you answer. Favorite member of DX, go. Okay, Luke. Shane, are you having a fucking stroke? This is what we no, deal with on am a I, daily basis I, on am, Call of Duty. Okay, so, everyone. so go, going forward, when questions no, no, are no, asked, no, no, am I the hot seat? We say Shane. <laughs> anyway, I didn't hear my name called out on that one. Shane, look at me in the camera. Yeah, look. No, look into your camera. Okay, I see you now. Okay, he's he's listening to us. Who was your favorite favorite DX member? Road Dog. So I'm going opposite of him. 
the badass Billy Gunn. Dude, the famouser, famouser was one of my favorite special moves. Absolutely. I agree, but I really liked his mic work. Like, I could make uh, Billy Road Gunn? Dog entrance themes. Oh, Road no. Dog, yeah. I could Dude, make Road Dog entrance themes all day. When the whole crowd would get behind day. it, behind it. Behind it. Uh, Luke, who was your favorite member? The dude with the long hair. Oh, X-Pac? Yeah, yeah. The Bronco Buster. I guess. I dude, don't know his, his name. His storyline with cool Tori Wilson and Kane was phenomenal. Yeah. I feel like he did, like, the coolest shit in the ring, too. Shane's about to pick the Four Horsemen. Damn, that's another one, too. Dude, this is potentially one of the hardest ones for me. However, I had to go with, and I might have to plug my nose for this one to get the effect. Sierra Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta. That was what? a good. That was a good faction. I have no idea about what some the stuff fuck that, that is. Getting, like bouncing and hyped up. That's why I said that was one of the best matches I ever saw live. Was because of how great that faction was, and then the storyline so of them turning together. on each other, dude. Whoo, whoo, dude! When Seth Rollins hit him with a chair, whoo. dude. When Seth Rollins did that entrance against Roman Reigns like six months ago, whoo, uh, like, yeah, get him. Who do you think is the worst faction ever? You know, I fucking hated the Wyatt family. Is that the dudes with the bunny mask and shit? Yes. Yeah, yeah they were fucking annoying. That's not my pick. I hate And you guys are going to hate. You guys are going to hate my fucking pick and I'm going to get a lot of shit from it. Go ahead. Um, but I think they're called the New Day, the dude with the bootios. Really? They're just annoying to me. It's not like I get what they're doing. And they were good wrestlers, good on the mic, but like in, in chances, they're just annoying to me. Kofi like, Kingston was one of the most is one of the most underrated wrestlers ever. No, like I, you, I get it; they're just you, annoying to me. But I don't, do I don't you think watch it's it because enough. they've been a faction for so long at this point. Okay, time out. What the fuck? Why can't you call it something other than a faction? Because it's and, three and or four. then okay, so then why the fuck were you in a group with one other person called faction Tag team? No. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because there's a, there's another meaning to it. Yeah. Well, uh, the it, meaning uh, we've got right now is three people, correct. and you're a fucking liar. Correct. Your rap the, the group meaning, was lying. The meaning that we used was uh, a brotherhood coming together for the same reasons of three people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, we had Jesus Christ in our faction. I don't know. It, it's not like I said. Her. I never really watched them. I never really like. They just it, like the trombone oh. and shit. Like it just, it's all weird. Like any video I see them in, I'm like, y'all got like something else you could do, or There's... that's just my thing. And, and that, and that is a non, a person that doesn't watch wrestling anymore's opinion. So I mean, take it with a grain of salt. I still, you bringing up the new day made me think of when Kofi Kingston. So when Kofi Kingston came to WWE, his uh, persona was a Jamaican guy. So he had the Rastafarian accent or Jamaican accent or whatever. And then they were all in the ring. There was like five guys in the ring arguing with each other one time. And Kofi was in there. And he started telling everybody that everybody needed to calm down and, and blah, blah, blah. But he was speaking with his regular voice. And everybody looked at him and like, I don't remember if that was scripted or not. But Triple H was like, what happened to your accent? And he was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
Well, uh, have you ever had Bootio's cereal? <laughs> so I have two. Uh, do you remember the Spirit Squad? Dolph so Ziggler cheerleaders. Dolph, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have them, and then I have the right to censor because I fucking hate that the Godfather turned into the Good Father. Hey, man. Right to censor went on a run for a while. <laughs> I just, like, Val Venus and Godfather, like, why did they turn that? Oh, because the, the supposedly he got his dick cut off. So he couldn't be Val Venus anymore. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. The fucking masseuse. He was at like a masseuse or a massage parlor or whatever. And he was like talking shit to the girl. And the dude comes in with a fucking samurai sword and just chops his dick off. I remember <laughs> that now. That is so wild. He was the bro. guy that would come out in just a towel. And he would. Yeah, I remember number. that guy. Yeah. Oh, God. Such That's so ridiculous. Oh, man. I forgot all about that. So what's That's what yours? I was hoping for out of this out of this episode. So what do you? Uh, what was yours, Shane? The worst Wyatt the, faction, uh, right? The Wyatt family. Wyatt family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already answered it. Okay, I was just leveling it out with Kyle because you answered something and then he re-asked the question, so I had to make sure <laughs> I do it because I'm a good host. Uh, continue. All right. Uh, your favorite heel of all time. I don't know if mine is a heel because I, again, don't remember too much of it, but I think the most memorable one, if you guys can consider it a heel, is Vince McMahon. That's my answer. Okay, okay. He's because, the greatest heel ever. Yeah. Now, granted, he was... I'm pretty... He's like a good dude outside of wrestling, right? No. Uh, depends on if you're one of the girls that signed an NDA from him. <laughs> Awkward. Um. Okay. Yeah, I was just testing you to make sure no, you thought he was a piece of shit, shit too. So yeah, like he was the he was the perfect bad guy. Like if you saw him at a desk in like a really high towered office and he was plotting to like nuke the fucking world, it, it you know it would make sense. It'd be him. Yep. So I would say he's the most memorable. I don't I don't know who else would be a heel. Like, I, do you guys have like honorable mentions? I didn't know it was a of all time, so I was sick. I was gonna say MJF because I thought it was like who like is like the best heel out there right now. Okay, so I I, I went with MJF on it. With all time, I would agree probably Vince McMahon because like every storyline he was ever involved in, he was just absolutely like evil and hated the crowd. Fucking dude, when Stone Cold got on the mic to fucking tell Vince McMahon some shit, the crowd was like, yeah. Fuck you. So here's the thing. The reason why he's the greatest heel ever is because 95% of people are going to say their favorite wrestler ever is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, two of us said it tonight. So if you don't have Vince McMahon, you don't have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because he has no one that hates him. No one could have brought that character to that height without it being Vince McMahon. So it like without having the happened. beef, I the mean like trucks, dude. the monster trucks, the fucking concrete truck where he dumped a bunch in the Corvette when he dumped the, with the crane, when he dumped on that the thing DX on the bus. Yeah. Like none it, of that ever would have happened without Vince. And it was always such like a, a thing of like, uh, 
you know, don't do this or you'll lose your job. Yeah. Does it because he calls his bullshit, but then knows which, you know, this is a storyline, but Obviously. knows that he can't fire him because right. he's the one raking in the fucking money. Yep. And just him getting in his fucking face, dude. And Stone Cold's thing where he gets in your face and is like, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> like it, it just, it, it doesn't to me feel like it would have been better with anyone else. No, Does that make wouldn't sense? have even been close. Yeah. I mean, like, like that beef made. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So who is James? Yeah, who's your favorite? Oh, no, you said MJF, but all time. You yeah, if we fits. were going with like current day heel, like out on the market, MJF, but I I honestly didn't even consider Vince McMahon. So, like, you guys saying that like sparked it for me. I was like, man, got like, you. That's prime suspect. No, nah, that was that was good on you, Luke. Um, okay, and I'm a wrestling god. Who is the most hardcore wrestler of all time? I want to hear y'all's first. Uh, so, when you say hardcore, is that like. A type so, of belt, or well, it was a belt, but hardcore like death means, matches and street fights, like somebody that's gonna do whatever the fuck they want and put okay. their body on the line. No then matter you're gonna what? Because I didn't, I like when I was doing so. I took a little nap today before <laughs> I answered all my questions, <laughs> and um, uh, so like when I saw this, I was like, what, like one shot on Call of Duty hardcore? Like they play video games here. So you're going to, I'm going to let you guys answer. I'm going to sit here and think. Okay. So uh, I'll go first then. I can't, I can't pick who I think is more hardcore because I, I just, I, they're equal. And that is Terry Funk and Mick Foley. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm on the Mick Foley train, baby. Dude. I mean, the matches that they've had, against each other, the matches that they've had against people when they were a tag team and, and the shit that they've done solo is just they're the the American godfathers of hardcore. Oh my god. I mean they they Vince created that belt just for Foley. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the hardcore belt was created for mankind. That's tight. Yeah. And they didn't hold it for like the longest time. Uh, so, so who do you got then? Shane. Shane. For me. <clears throat> so I went with a, another one of those kind of like present day versus like in my taste of like matches and stuff like that, who is like a past favorite. So my current favorite is Nick Gage. That dude is going more hard than like, anybody right now and so I, I don't, don't know of him he is the gcw champion which used to be i think it also used to be czw which was like deathmatch wrestling so he's the one that carries around like a pizza cutter and stuff like that right now okay what's he uh, carry a pizza cutter around for that's how he slices people open Jesus. Bro, See? some of the shit that they're doing is like a little too extreme. Jesus, GCW man. is crazy. Like every match is technically like a death match. So light tubes, people like hammer skewers into each like other's heads and stuff. Tubes, I, I think when people smash through the light tubes, those are those are pretty cool. 
Uh, he's also the one that fought David Arquette on David Arquette's wrestling return. So if you had to pick of all time, do you have anybody in mind that you would pick? Uh, I've got my like personal favorite and then one I would have to classify as like greatest of all time. My personal pick was New Jack. Rest his soul. Uh, dude was a maniac and like literally did not care like if anybody even like survived his match. Uh, very much, I guess, like Abdullah the Butcher, but all time I'd have to give it to Terry Funk just because he was the main one that traveled like worldwide to okay. kind of like craft it. Uh, Cause his new Japan matches were insane back in the day, like the okay. exploding barbed wire matches and stuff like that. Fucking nuts. Do you, do you have anybody you would go with now, Luke for most hardcore? Oh yeah. Mankind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on that train with you. All right, so now now we're going to be getting into fucking some good questions here. Best storyline ever, which I'm sure Luke and I are going to go with the same answer. The baby hand. No, that's what I was going with. So I had to. This one was like very hard for me because I was like Jesus, like thinking about every, like all the different storylines I've like lived through, experienced, and stuff like that. So the perspective I took into this was like, which one was like the most shocking and crazy to me at like that point in my life. Okay. So before we had like internet spoilers and stuff like that, when that it was shit. when it was the corporation versus the ministry, and they oh, did that like yeah. Vince McMahon was actually like a part of it and stuff like that, like. Yeah. I forgot what age I was at that point, but I was like, oh my god, like how can they do that? So I went with that one just because there were some super cool matches and segments that came out of that. Um, and I guess it just resonates the most with me. Wasn't Viscera in the ministry? I have ministry Viscera figure. I'll have to find it and figure out. R.I.P. to it's him, at. bud. Big Underrated. Um, Mabel. Yeah. Who do you got, Luke? Uh, just uh, all I remember is the baby getting or the hand getting born. And that That's the only thing that would segment. be the best. That's the only thing I can remember, bro. That uh, was also super wild too, because that was that was that dude. I was like, fucking like seven years old, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, dude!" That wasn't too far from seeing Janet Jackson's boob at the fucking Super Bowl, like. Life was crazy at that time, bro. Dude, being 90s kids was wild. Oh, it was bro. fucking So awesome. that's the only thing I really remember. But like storyline, like to you is storyline that something happens in a match that no. leads up to something? Or is it it's something that happens over a couple everything weeks? Everything in between. That yeah, I don't, I don't have much, bro. The baby. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you change your answer <laughs> once I give mine. Okay. <laughs> McMahon and Austin. That's to me the greatest storyline that's ever been. Okay, I I don't remember it, but I do remember bits and pieces. So I I agree with you. Just Dude, you remember I'm it? Stupid. With, we were just talking about it earlier, where he said, you know, that they he dropped the crane on the fucking bus. That was a part of their storyline. Really? Absolutely. Bro, I don't remember these things. I remember bits and pieces, but it, I was so young, bro. The storyline was it. Austin was the fucking redneck 
tough son of a bitch and Vince McMahon was the boss who hated him and was trying to get him fired. That's oh, the storyline. Bro, I'm thinking Mick Foley. I'm sorry. Yes, I completely agree with you. I'm with you now. I'm sorry, dude. Mick Foley's get... best storyline, in my opinion, was the Rock and Sock connection. Absolutely. Dude, when they did the Rock's uh, celebration, birthday celebration, <laughs> uh, biggest missed opportunity for a storyline. Still mad about it to this day. When they briefly reunited the shield, and I feel like it was just literally as like a big merch cash grab. That was when Ambrose was on his way out. Yes. Okay. And it was like they found out that Roman like literally had leukemia, and they were like, "Hey, man, we need you to like turn on your partner." He was like, "No, I don't want to do that. That's like real fucked up." And they were like, "No, you're gonna do that." It's one of the only times that I. I thought Roman was on top of the world was when he came back and was like, I'm in remission. Yeah, that dude. was, that was so awesome. We got Luke. Nothing, nothing. Okay. I'm so sorry. this is I... where I might bring up the Kurt angle angle. What a fucking loser. Hold on. So it's not written down, but I wanted to write it down. Okay. So my, I, I picked two though. <clears throat> Biggest missed opportunity for a storyline was Braun Strowman having a true championship run I think is a big missed opportunity before he was like a dumbass on the internet yeah when he when he when the Wyatt family genuinely was in it yeah correct the biggest missed opportunity of all time I still think is John Cena doing a true heel run oh my god but where so where he's like a bad guy yes like when Hulk Hogan went NWO John Cena turn heel. That would be fucking incredible. He okay. would devastate every child in America. He I would never suck do that. a nut. Yeah, he's, he's got too much riding. He's done too much good. That's the point, though. Yeah, but, bro, you can't be a bad guy and have a fucking sponsorship by hefty trash bags. It doesn't <laughs> work like that. You can't be the voice of Toyota Motors commercials and be a jerk. You can't have man boobs and a fucking haircut like that and be a bad guy. It just doesn't work. The haircut would definitely stop him from being able to play. Bro, his haircut is fucking stupid. Like a bad guy army run or something. Him in Fast 9. Or I think he was in in Fast (laughs) 9. It was so bad because of the haircut. I was like, bro, shoot yourself. But did you guys watch Peacemaker? Mm -mm. No. Peacemaker is in... Incredible. Like John how incredible Cena, though. John Cena as a like gritty comedian is actually really good. Very dark sense of humor. It's really good. Yes. Okay. That show, if you if you have the ability to watch it, add it on to your potential watches. Okay. So the one that I wanted to bring up to see if this is what you were talking about earlier. <clears throat> are you talking about when the love triangle happened with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon? No. Okay. So, <laughs> no. I think that this was uh, uh, one of the biggest missed opportunities ever. I didn't write it down, though. Um, Stephanie should have left Triple H for Kurt. Angle? should have made that part of the storyline. I mean, they never she wouldn't did. have... Why would she? The motherfucker is so stupid. 
So that's actually what Triple H said as a as a response to that angle of the story was who would ever believe that she would leave a guy like me for a guy like him? Damn! But if you were if you if you knew the storyline, mm-hmm. you would understand how big of a deal it would have been if she actually left him for Kurt Angle. Right. It would have been I agree. huge, bro. All right. Uh so You'll just have to remind me after this, like if you hop in Discord or anything like that, be like, hey, show me that Kurt Angle thing you were talking about. Is it gonna be is it gonna be one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that? Is it worse than Triple H getting in the casket? Where there's a woman. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yes. God. In yeah. today's standards, yes. Okay. Um all right, so what do you think the worst storyline of all time was? Dude, the only one that I could think of like recently that like in the last couple of years made me mad that I was like, why is anybody doing this? Do you remember back when Miro was still in WWE as Rusev and there was a storyline where Lana left him and was yeah. like married to Bobby Lashley? Yeah. That was such... A Very weird stupid. They could have built that match in such a way better way, but instead they made it the most awkward thing ever. Because you know Vince being like, oh, go out there and make sure you like French kiss like teenagers out on the yeah. stage and stuff like He's that. A I'm perv, like, bro. Yeah. But what made that storyline suck even more was that it was forced on us. But like the first week of the storyline was when Rusev proposed to Lana and they posted it on Instagram. Yeah. And everybody was like, well, that's not real because like they're engaged. Yep. So we're being <laughs> we're being force fed a story that we know is like a complete false narrative. Yeah, uh God, she's so fucking hot. Um we got Luke. Nothing, Nothing, bud. The the next the the one we just did in the next three were a little tough for me. Okay. Um, um so I don't I don't I'm gonna so let you guys These talk next two were the two that I didn't answer. Because I wanted to get like round table discussion. Okay. I'm down with that. I'm I'm cool with that. Okay. So uh in my opinion, the worst storyline ever was when Mae Young gave birth to a fucking hand, bro. <laughs> I don't bro. know why, but I'll never so, for- forget that in my oh entire my life. God. Bro, the, I questioned like, she, that. She's screaming and fucking Gerald Briscoe is literally puking. So like they pull the <laughs> hand up. He pukes, and as soon as it starts coming out, they pan over, and then you get Mark Henry, who is laughing hysterically. So they keep trying <laughs> to pan back and forth, but they can't get an angle where it's just the fucking hand. That is the dumbest, <laughs> nastiest, grossest fucking shit, bro. That is the greatest piece of fucking <laughs> entertainment I've ever gotten. I questioned my parents on that shit for fucking weeks. So that obviously is like the highlight of it. But if you like ever find like a YouTube video about like the whole arc of that story, it was fucking golden. Oh, no, it was a great storyline. Incredible. Wasn't the hand like dripping shit? Yeah, it had goo all over it. It's a hand. So the that part wasn't. uh, The Dudley boys a part of that as well. And that's when she got powerbombed through the table. Yep. 
Yep, yeah, yep, no. Yep. Okay, so the storyline as a whole, fucking chef's kiss. That part of it, though, could have been left out, bud. The Absolutely only thing not. that would have been worse than that was there was actually a storyline pitched to Stephanie McMahon that in the in the Triple H storyline where like he was drugging her and marrying her when she was not awake and stole her from Test and all of that went down. Uh, Vince actually pitched the idea, what if you get pregnant and I end up being the father of the baby? Like he actually pitched that. I heard about that. And it's his daughter, bro. Like that's weird. That's awkward. Yeah. Um, so does anybody have anything for which wrestlers should turn heel? So um I'm I'm very down with Shane's idea for the next two to kind of round table it. Okay. So do you do and you don't have anything? Not really. See, this was tough for me because I ran through like a lot of like current day rosters and stuff like that, thinking to myself, like, all right, who's stale, like who needs a change or anything like that? And the only person I could think of for the heel change, which would be hard because they're like a big money maker for their company, would be Darby Allen. The dude that hangs out with Sting and AEW. Yeah, I don't know. He's always been like a pure baby face since the start. And he's the only one I could think of that's been that way for so long that could pull it off. Because you got somebody like Orange Cassidy, the guy that doesn't care, quote unquote, right. when he's wrestling, has his hands in his pockets and stuff. But like, you can't switch that type of persona into a heel persona. I mean, you can. You just got to think of the perfect way to do it. That's I true. Mean, for me, the answer regarding who should be heel is always going to be John Cena. Right. It, it's never going to change unless he becomes a heel. Um, so, like, do you have a like a group of like, let's say, like three people that could have been like a fucking gnarly heel? Because, like, for me, like, if you get Triple H, Stone Cold, and like The Rock as a fucking group, but they're a heel, I feel like that would have fucking been wild back in the day. Well, DX as a heel, uh, again, greatest faction ever. Um, right. The Rock was in the uh, Nation of Domination, which was mm -hmm. fucking junk. Right. Um, yeah, because I don't much, even know what you're talking about. Well, when it was Farouk, D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry, and The Rock. And mm -hmm. uh, it was just a bunch of guys that didn't mix together. But they were right. a faction and they were a heel. Mm -hmm. um, Stone Cold, when he joined sides with Vince McMahon, was a shitty version of a heel. But on paper, Austin was always supposed to be a heel. Right. And no matter it, what he did, it would never work. Yeah, it was. He was the fucking. He was the original people's champ. Like I know the Rock says that he was a people's champ, but like, let's be honest. I give everyone you mean by saying that. Yeah, yeah. But I say I just I just don't know how to answer this. Unfortunately, I'm not a big enough or a good enough knowledgeable fan to answer that for you. Which is fine. Um, they've kept like recently stuff's just stayed fresh like i feel like people are doing better about making like on the fly adjustments if they need to to like keep themselves that's because creative is not the same anymore like you this finally you finally don't have a vince mcmahon creative this is true 
So, um, which wrestler should turn face? So, I'm thinking Roman will take like a absence and come back face. Um, okay. Which I think is due. I think he'll finally be able to be over with the crowd. But at that point, you're going to have two top faces. You have Cody Roman. So maybe Cody gets the belt and he turns face. Well, heel. I think here's the problem with Roman. If he doesn't perfect his craft because he's a dog shit wrestler, he is like John Cena when it comes to wrestling. The wrestling is very fucking Hulk Hogan-y. And that's uh, what I was going to say. I get the Hulk Hogan match vibe when I watch his stuff that I know all the planned spots and yeah. like when they're going to happen. Yeah, he's going to do the running kick to the apron. You're going to have the spear and the wah and all that shit. So like, if he could come back and reinvent himself, absolutely could go over as a top face. But then that's the bloodline. How do you reinvent yourself other than like the Samoan bloodline? Uh, well, or the ex shield guy. The bloodline could go sour, and you could come back as basically they could they could redo what they did with Sammy, except do it with Roman instead. Within the actual bloodline, instead of the the plus one. Honestly, yeah. I, I would do away with the bloodline story after this because I, I truly believe that none of them are going to come out with a title. No, I don't either. So, you got anything, Luke? Nope. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, bro. I got so I, I got shit for the rest of it for the main point. I think I have a pretty good one. Okay. I think a face run from Rhea Ripley could be dope. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be what happens is I think there's going to be some form of like junction that happens at Mania that she leaves Judgment Day and then we'll get a face run. I fucking love her. Because she doesn't I mean, I think she's then. a huge bitch. To be honest, bro, she's I, I don't even know who she is. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love her, bro. Right, right. Whew. Let me not get all Vince McMahon in this. Um, fucking right. freak. Whew. Your favorite finisher? I couldn't pick one. Could not pick one. Really? Couldn't pick one. I mean, obviously, for everyone, the Stone Cold Stunner. That's mine. Oh no. That would nope. be my favorite, but I have two other ones. So I got the nip up by my man Shawn Michaels. The nip up? That's what it's called. When you're the, laying the on kick. your back and you spring up onto your feet. Oh, I yeah. did not know that's what that's called. Anyway, and <laughs> my like my tide, this tide was Stone Cold Stunner because I loved it so much when I was a kid. Motherfucking Socko, baby. Really? Oh, the man. <laughs> <animal> <laughs> Dude, that that to me, like when I was play wrestling with my dad after like watching it and I was all hyped up, he'd be like, here, Stocko. You know, before my dad was a piece of shit and stuff. Uh, they actually voted that as one of the worst finishes ever. To me, man, that was fuck cool. 
he was my guy because I we loved uh, Silence of the Lambs. Right. It was like one of you know one of the favorite movies. So I was like, yo, this guy, he's gonna eat someone straight up. And you know, I just I thought I always thought it was cool as fuck, man. You know, I loved that move, but when the fiend did it, it was so like much like nastier looking because he had those like dreads that were like flailing around, so it just looked way evil. Mm. Well, yeah, but I don't think mankind's version of it was supposed to be evil. Like he's pulling a dirty tube sock from his nutsack. Well, he was so supposed we're specifically to be talking about the Socko version. Okay, so so like he was supposed to be a fucking psycho. Like, when he was in the boiler room, yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. that and, and that's just yeah, that was just fucking that was part of it. Like, what else would a psycho do besides pull a sock out of its fucking nuts? And have a face drawn on it and fucking nah, 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 on your on you. Like it's so perfect. You think he bro. made that noise when he did it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I mean, that was kind of like the wind up. Nah, 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 nah. And then it gets you. And then it gets you. <laughs> <laughs> so you what's yours? yours Shane? No, no, no. I no. didn't go through mine yet. Uh I got the Canadian destroyer. So but let one. me preface that. The Canadian Destroyer, when done by people that sell it, good. But that is... Why don't I know that one? Yeah, you might have to pull that one up, because it's it's sort of kind of hard to explain. The Canadian Destroyer. I mean, a front, essentially a front-flip pile driver. Oh... I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. When done by people that like sell it well, who just it's did that cool. outside of the ring in AEW? Was it AEW? Might have been WWE. Somebody they just do it did a lot that. in AEW. Yeah, it's a crazy move. Very dangerous move. Good pick, man. I'm also mm-hmm. a fan of package pile drivers. Really? Yeah, I love package pile drivers. Can we talk about how some moves, though, over time have been like depreciated? I think all moves have because back Stuff's in the day, so crazy. Well, no, it was back in the day. Once it made it to the point where a finisher came out, you don't kick out of those, and now you got motherfuckers kicking out of it ten times in a row. Yeah, that's, that's why I can't stand watching wrestling because it's... Yeah. But that was like the late 80s, early 90s stuff, though, was like that when you got hit all with the way that, to you the late 90s. Early yeah. 2000s, bud. Like, like the, the only time I really remember it not being that way was like when The Rock and Stone Cold had the WrestleMania match where they were trading special moves. Because so like, like... Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, think of like... Jake the Snake used to have the DDT. Now that's just a standard run-of-the-mill move. Yeah. Shawn Michaels' sweet chin music, super yep. kicks, an extremely just normal move now. Stuff's not protected. Mm-hmm. However, still, nobody has ever kicked out of the one-winged angel, Kenny Omega's finisher. Yep. It is yep. the most I have protected heard move in professional wrestling. Up, well, Baron Corbin had one, too, up until a Oh, while the ago. deep six? Yeah. Dude, that move is so great. I think that's what I use as my finisher on WWE when I was playing it. Really? Yep. Uh, all right. So, what's your least favorite finisher? 
Oh, Luke? the Judas effect. Oh, sorry. The, the Judas effect? It's what Chris Jericho has as one of his current day finishers. And it's the stupidest looking thing. It's not believable. It's never executed well. The Judas effect. It's essentially like a shitty spinning back fist. Which I'm sorry, I'm never going to believe is an effective finisher in a wrestling match. Uh, that's kind of dumb. It's terrible. Luke He's said he was so- one of those before in a mosh pit. What Damn. is it? I guarantee Luke's hit a lot of people with one of those in a mosh pit. Oh, yeah. What is it called? Let me look the it up. Judas Effect. The Judas Effect. It's one of Chris Jericho's finishers right now. Okay. The walls and you're of saying, Jericho, he shouldn't have stopped with that one. See, that's what I'm saying. He's had so many good finishers at his disposal. So, the walls of Jericho, when, when he <laughs> first came in, was amazing. Because he would plant you... On your upper chest and your neck. And then he'd twist you. And he would scorpion you. Now it's just a shitty Boston Crab. Yeah, dude. Yep. So, I'm sorry to laugh while you guys are talking. It just I see, you it. see it. Like you yep. say, I did yeah. that in a mosh pit. It's just so funny. <laughs> just He's so fucking... He just needs to retire. Do you have one, Luke? I sure do. What do you got? Scotty Two Hotties Worm. Come on. What? Trash. Trash. I hated when he did it. However, the worm was not a protected finisher. People kicked out of that shit constantly. Oh, exactly, <laughs> bro. Exactly. It doesn't so have any would, ass know, behind maybe, it. Maybe would you consider that a, a signature move if we're talking about like wrestling games? Because remember, you had your signature move and then you yeah, had Yeah, but he finisher. didn't have a finisher. Oh, yeah, because they were a tag team, so whatever they did right. was like a duo and, thing. Uh, shit, Scotty Tuhati and who was the other guy? Grandmaster Sexay. Grandmaster Sexay's was Rest a leg soul. drop off the top rope. I didn't know he died. Yeah, that was Jerry uh, King Lawler's son. You really need to fucking keep up with things, right, Kyle. Right, I'm, I'm right. tired of us getting on these topics and you know nothing about right, them. So my answer <laughs> for least least... <laughs> <laughs> is the atomic leg drop. I fucking hate it. Not to bring back shitting on the 80s more, but like Hulk Hogan is just, it's garbage. But now, what about when Hulk, Matt Hardy does it? That's different because like Grandmaster Sexay, they do it off of, that's a very aerial leg drop. I'm talking about the fucking... The Hulk Hogan one? Yeah, where, where you bounce a, off oh, the, the rings and you fucking <clears throat> drop it. So Hulk Hogan, although the big guy wrestling thing, it sucks. Although he was stale, his intro was tight. NWO was better. I'm a real American. Fight for the rights (laughs) of every man. Um, That's a good song. Where are we at? Okay, favorite match. We have two more. Uh, I have some to add, actually. Okay. Um, oh no, we have three more because I wanted to add. Because you had that uh, separate one you sent. Best return of all time. Got you, got you, Stone Cold. Um, so uh, favorite <laughs> match. I'm gonna need your guys' help. Okay. Um, there was a two. match. There was a match where mankind was in the ring. I want to say it was Steel Cage, and there was a bunch of thumbtacks everywhere. 
I mean, at the end of this match, he was so, so fucking bloody. So who did he face? All right. So Undertaker. I'm going to go ahead now. Oh, well, no, because that the King of the Ring one wasn't thumbtacks. I don't remember it being. Okay, oh, no, so that would have been the Triple H one. So I'm going to go ahead and just give mine real quick because you're, you're, you're bringing up mine, too. And it's fucking amazing. That was No Way Out in 2000. I had that bitch on VHS, and I also had <laughs> 98 King of the Ring on VHS, which are my two matches. Mankind versus Undertaker in 98, and then Mankind versus Triple H in 2000 at No Way Out. Did Triple H win that one? So the idea behind the match was if Mankind lost, he had to retire. And that was his kind of signing off of, of WWE, was... Uh, that was what he, he was going to go out with a bang, and that's what he did. So uh, that's when Triple H flipped him over, uh, dropped him through the cage. He went through the ring. Right. And then uh, he still kicked out of all that. And then he brought out the thumbtacks and fucking pedigreed him into those thumbtacks. And it was all stuck in his fucking face. Yep. And no, I fucked up. That was Royal Rumble. Okay. But it did happen. So that's no that's where I don't Cactus remember Jack. it. Royal uh, yes. Rumble in 2000 was the match you're talking about. And yes, that was great. But that was the thumbtack. It was a street fight. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that, that would be my favorite that I remember. Okay. What do you got, Shane? TLC, both one and two. Oh my God. Fucking TLC one and two. That spear from that height still is one of the coolest looking things ever. Whenever I see that spear, I always think about how I miss uh, like old school cameras because like when shit like that would happen in wrestling, all you see see is fucking flashes and it just made the moments even better. That's tight. That's a good way to put it. That was when Edge and Christian won by putting the table on top of the ladders and they got on yes. top of the table. Yeah, That one, yes. Alright. And then we are ending with favorite pay-per-view ever. Go ahead, three. Shane. Three? Yep. Okay, tell us the, the matches in that one. Man, I I could be wrong. I need to double check before I solidify <laughs> that answer. Uh, okay, Luke, what do you got? So I don't remember which one it was. I I was really young. It was somewhere between like 95 and 2000, probably like 97 and 2000. But I remember that I begged my fucking parents to get it. Begged them. I don't remember who was going to do it. My dad had a buddy with a black box to where you could get the fucking shit illegally. Right. And I remember dad taking like an hour to hook that motherfucker up. So we tuned in a little late, but we got it and I watched it and I don't remember who was on it. I was, but I just did his WrestleMania three. So, so just remembering that about it made it your favorite pay-per-view. It'd be my only pay-per-view buddy. I just, that's, that's the only thing I got to report to you. We had a black box. Man, you you did way better than I than I thought you were gonna do, dude. I'm fucking. I I was that was my shit when I was a little kid. The the fucking D'Lo Brown answer still got me like, what? How did you know? 
<laughs> um, all right. So what was WrestleMania three? Uh, that was the Randy Savage Ricky Steamboat match, which okay. many consider what a stupid like, fucking name. Ricky Steamboat. No, I don't Ricky even know Steamboat who he is. Murder man. He was the uh, champion. That he was, was he also has one of the longest reigns, doesn't he? Uh, for Intercontinental, yes. Yeah. Uh, and then that was also when it was Hulk Hogan versus like super heel Andre the Giant with Bobby Heenan. Was that the the Power Slam match? Yes. Okay. Uh, because remember that was the one that had the promo and he was like, "What are you doing with him, brother?" And then Andre yeah. the Giant grabs his chain and rips it off. Yep. Man, you went you went old school on us. Dude, that's a great pay-per-view. Even the like mid-card little matches and stuff like that are like Jake the Snake Roberts and like Roddy Piper and stuff like that. Like it's a good pay-per-view. So that's that's what I based mine off of was full card rather than like just really like memorable one match. match. Yeah. So mine to bring it back up was actually Royal Rumble of two thousand. Um because I was I was when you said that I got really stoked and started fucking the mankind matches up. But that one was Chris Jericho versus China versus Hardcore Holly for the Intercontinental Championship. That was uh, the Hardys versus the Dudleys in a table match where they broke like fucking like a hundred tables. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've yeah. seen that video. That's funny as shit. That was Triple H versus Cactus Jack Street Fight where he pedigreed him into the thumbtacks and then shit were in his forehead. Okay. Um. And then that was a really big storyline that actually involved the big show because they had it's the, the big <laughs> show. <laughs> they had the, <laughs> the Royal Rumble where the rock supposedly threw big show over the top rope and won the Royal Rumble to go on to WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. then this whole storyline came out where big show was like, I was not the last one or I, my feet never hit the ground. Do you remember that storyline at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And they, they'd play the video on the Titan Tron and then it turned uh, the WrestleMania championship match into a fatal four-way that year. And it was WrestleMania 2000, I believe. Dude, yeah. WrestleMania and Royal Rumble 2000, especially the Royal Rumble itself. Oh, in yeah. 2000, dude, banger of had, the year. They had no shock and awe entrance in the Royal Rumble. That was when nope. you had all the WWE. They they would do double, triple duty in the night. And it was yep. just a fucking banger, dude. Um. Okay, so then last one. Best return of all time. My boy, Mr. Phil Brooks. <laughs> dude, just the energy when he came back. I don't know. I guess that was because it was more of a nostalgic feeling for me. Uh, what do you got, Luke? Yeah, I still gotta stick with that. Undertaker. Okay. Undertaker? Mm-hmm. Which time and for what reason? So it's the one where he, he was with John Cena. So yeah, that was John Cena just talking shit. Like I I need that Undertaker WrestleMania match. So between that and then the the most recent Dudley Boys return. Because oh, I watched God. like a little so like I don't think it was a documentary, but it was like a short on it and how they were like, we didn't know how everything was gonna go and and they like didn't realize which, they were gonna get that big of a pop. 
which is crazy because like, I don't know how things are today, but when you think of the Dudley boys, man, everybody wanted to be a Dudley boy. They're the most decorated tag team. And they're fucking so well, cool. New Day might have it now. The fucking the 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 tape on the fingers, multiple the glasses with the the fucking tape. They were just Dude, like when he stuttered. Oh my god, that shit was so funny. Yeah, when he was like <laughs> when they were in the ring with the Rock and Sock connection, he was like, "We're the duh, duh, duh. and the Rock was like, eh, eh, "It doesn't matter." <laughs> that was another one of those things that WWE just cut. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's so fucking stupid. It happened, bud. Um, I would I would have to go with the Hardy Boys at WrestleMania a couple years ago. Yeah, but like that, the way that whole thing was set up, and that that was it actually went really well. They actually kept it a secret. Like nobody well, was expecting that. Well, they played it well with that weekend too, with them losing like the Ring of Honor titles and stuff yep. like that, and then like you said with New Day coming out, like. Yep. Everybody was like, oh, I guess not. Um, and then to bring it back, because you were talking about it earlier, uh, when Triple H came back at Madison Square Garden, that, that was, shit was huge. Oh my god, it was fucking massive. Um, so I, I would put those up there. So cool. Well, what do you guys got? So uh favorite tag team dude duo, I guess. Ooh. Mine, mine's Dudley Boys, bro. You can't beat the fucking Dudley Boys. That one's a hard one for me, dude. Because I feel like I've always been like a way bigger fan of like tag teams than I have like individual wrestlers when I think about it. Right. Because it was hard not to be back then with like Edge and Christian, the Dudley Boys, the Hardys. Nowadays, you got FTR, you've got the Young Bucks, uh, the Lucha Bros. That's tough. Mm -hmm. I would have to go Hardys. New Age Outlaws, maybe? Ooh. I'd say because that's such another it's it's between New Age Outlaws and Hardys, but I still, still I got Dudley go Boys too. Yeah. I'm so into, undecisive on this one. Yeah, that that that's a tough one. I should have I didn't think about it until today, right before the podcast, while we were while I had taken my nap. Uh, and woke up and was doing stuff. I was like, I can't believe Kyle didn't put this in, or I would have like hit you guys up earlier. But... I would, I would have came on. I would have came with the same exact answer if I had a week to plan it. Understood. Understood. Yeah, I thought of that question one, as we were talking earlier, and I was like, I wonder if we'll have like a a roundtable portion. So uh, my other question is, who your favorite commentator was? Jim Ross. Is that the dude with the cowboy hat? Yeah, the one that had yeah. the stroke. So him and uh, I'm gonna bring in my boy Pat McAfee. I think yeah. Pat McAfee is Pat does a, a really good job. He yeah. is great, dude. I fucking love everything between his podcast, between him being a football player, what he does now. I think he is the man for the fucking job. It just sucks that he hasn't had enough time in. Like uh, that's something he could do on a weekly basis. That's something he could make a whole. A, if he was never into anything else, I think he could make a beautiful career out of just that. 100%, dude. I just, he wouldn't I, make anywhere near as much as the issue. I, I just can't beat Jim Ross. Like, when he did the, oh, he killed him. <laughs> just can't beat I just head. loved the cowboy hats, man. He was so flashy. <laughs> he got Shane. 
that's another like tough one for me because I'd have to look at it from like which viewpoint. So like overall, Jim Ross is probably the greatest wrestling commentator of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that guy that AEW has, Excalibur, that wears the like luchador mask, dude, he's dope. He's so good because you know a lot of moves names are trademarked to WWE. So unless you like rename it, a lot of people just won't call it out. But Excalibur actually knows like what the traditional like Japanese name is for the moves. And they'll just be throwing that shit out there like on live TV. That's cool. Another reason I would pick Jim Ross is just because like usually you have the pairs. And yes, you could say Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, but anyone that Jim Ross has sat and commentated with is just legendary. Like he's going to outshine. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The two very dope questions. You got any more? No, uh, that was that was it, buddy. That was all I could really think of. Because I mean, you did cover a lot of the good things, um, but yeah, I just uh, I I I hate that I only could really speak on the the uh, the era that I you know was stuck in. But that's the only time I watched. That it, was like so. the prime time of wrestling. I mean. You've heard tonight, even Shane and I can't really speak on today's WWE. Well, like to Shane be honest with you, man, it's just it's he watches and things, but it just doesn't have the same feel to me. It all feels slow. Well, it's not the same. It feels like it's like more uh, like I need a little less talk and a lot more action. You know what I'm saying? They, they just don't. It, it's just a it's kind of like a shitty sequel. Well, the thing is, is like, I understand they can't do what was okay to do on television back then. Yep. Yeah. Like, but I mean, there's some stuff that nobody really wants to come back that they think is what would make their product like that again. Like, the height of all of their stuff is bringing back the Dudley Boys, The Rock. Stone Man, Cold, do that, Undertaker, and that's but, but the when they bring like them back each time, when they bring them back each time, that's the height of each show. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I'll be honest with you, like the the wrestlers now that I can think of, like uh, the Shamrock guy with the spiky red hair, and Shamrock can't can't fucking stand him, hate him. I just what? hate the way he looks because he looks stupid. I he's didn't fucking like, pale he as was, a ghost. He was a shit heel. Like, he's just annoying. Are you sure that's his name? Because Ken Shamrock was the USC fighter. Yeah, yeah, he went to UFC. You're thinking of Seamus. Seamus is oh, who I'm Seamus? talking about. No, that's yeah, Kim Shamrock. Really like. Kim, Ken Shamrock was actually a badass fighter. I yeah, don't like Kim Brock Lesnar either. Yeah. Don't like Bri- Brock Lesnar. Uh, fucking. I like I can't Brock really Lesnar th- now that he's by himself. I like that. I like him very much now that they're letting him just kind of like do his thing. Yeah. Well, I've never, I've never liked him. Even when he was in the UFC, he was just so fucking annoying. He was better as a college wrestler. He cut a pretty good promo when he beat um, Frank Mir. Oh yeah, Frank Mir, man, what a fucking UFC fighter. Yeah, when Holy he was shit. like, uh, "Hell, I might even get on top of my wife." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like. I don't know. Uh, honorable mention for all of this. What was the guy's name that was like a sumo wrestler that shoved his ass in people's face? Rikishi. Rikishi. When he made Vince McMahon Snake kiss face. his ass instead of yeah. kissing that girl's ass, that video is so funny. Yeah, stink face. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's all I have uh, for wrestling wise. And again, I'm, I apologize for not being able to. Nah, dude, you hang right. You hung right in. This you did. Is I, I tried. Great. I tried. Um, uh, Shane, I don't know if you have anything else. Kyle, I did shoot you some TikToks. Okay. Uh, that we don't As need you to watch. It's up, all listening. What's the best wrestling game you ever played? The Mercy. only one I've ever played. Whatever was on the Super Nintendo, bro. I'm telling you, me and Bret Hart won fucking medals. So. I always played Doink in that game. Was, was No Mercy on the same engine as WrestleMania 2000? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was just a Any, little better done. It was the it was the newer one that came out. The after. reason why it was so much more loved is because of the storyline. And then because that was the first wrestling game where you could put somebody through the announce table. That was yeah. a huge fucking deal. That's crazy that it was never input because like I I which I didn't know that until you said that, but that that's such a big thing. That happens what, like couple times a year four or five times a year i got to see that live bro how cool was it dude it was not as loud as you think it would be for some reason i don't know why i was like that's the first thing that went through my head it was like that's not that loud it was during the shields triple threat match uh-huh oh and, and they uh, did the power bomb through the table i believe that's what it was either that or somebody speared roman through the table i think oh shit. um but yeah that i got to see that it was fucking awesome that's tight. You sent them on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, they're on TikTok. Okay. No particular order. I think there's four of them. You got anything else, Shane? Not that I can think of. That list was thorough. Yeah. All right. Well, make sure you pay attention to these, Shane. I, we're either going to laugh or not. Are you about to play one that I have in the pocket? I might. All right. Let's so this now is just, always just me purely listening to these, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to watch okay. any of them. Now, the ones that, you know, I want Lucas to see, I'll send to him. Right. Um, but the reason he's sending them to me is just to get the, the audio. Right. And the I, journey I, is usually the part that you remember anyways. Hope you like Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, there we go. The journey is. All right, wait. Before so, we go on, let me. So, let me so that's Miley Cyrus, and that was Beetlejuice. Anyone that you hear, I got two of those. I got one more, so it's Miley Cyrus. But they have been grilling this bitch, and I okay. fucking love it. There, the there was one I think I saw today of that. I forgot who I sent it to. So not me. Thanks. I'm gonna play yours, your other one first. Okay. And then if it's not the one I have, I'm going to play mine. Okay. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. I don't give a goddamn how famous I am or whatever. It don't matter to me because I'm about dead anyway. So. <laughs> it's the fucking pumpkin that's all rotted. So do you know who that dude's voice is? No. His, his name's uh, Popcorn. He's a famous moonshiner. He's been moonshining and he is like old and decrepit. Oh, I thought it and was that's... like that long neck dude. No, no, no. <laughs> I can't even tell you. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. No, no, no. You can do a His really name's good popcorn. Of. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. All right, so here's the one I have. All right, it's from Family Guy. The journey is usually the part that you remember, anyways. Oh, oh my! <laughs> that's the long jaw guy. His jaw's like. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's funny. That's good. All right. So now we got 
I right. should have two more, I think. All right, let's do this. Think about me? I'm going to eat me some air fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn. <laughs> the bone's still on fire. <laughs> I saw that one earlier. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude, yeah, I saved this one and then was like, there's no way Luke's going to think that one's funny, but I'm going to do the other one first. Funny is because a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't know how to cook because my mama never had showed me how to cook. Okay, your mama never showed you how to suck dick and you still know how to suck dick because you want it to be a whore. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> the whole time she's just making a sandwich. <laughs> suck dick. <laughs> Oh, man, I can't believe I deleted this one then. Why do girls have to sit down to go to the bathroom? Because they have diabetes. Boys have penises and girls have diabetes. Why do... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so fucking good. Um, Oh, man, I thought that was fucking funny as shit. All right, so I'm going to play the beginning of this one, but this is the only one I can do with sound. So the other ones, I'll just try and put up in the camera so Shane can see them too. Okay. Some chocolate milk for breakfast. And now my stomach sounds like the beginning of Rack City. (laughs) 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 So let me see if I can do this. Okay, yeah, but you're going to have to be right there. <laughs> when it, I don't know if you can see what it said, but it says when yeah. you're in a conversation and a motorcycle zooms by. <laughs> so, dude, they've been doing oh, so many here lately. Of oh, they're ones. so good. Of ones that are like fucking uh like voice airs like what letter comes next and then they and uh it's like yeah uh, the slipknot and it's like what's after H and he's like I and then it cuts off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right, All right, here's uh here's this one. How normal skaters kick flip. How emo skaters kick flip. Oh yeah. <laughs> How normal skaters kick flip. That's so fucking wrong, dude. Uh, All right, I got to save that one for last. So we'll do this one next. I got two more. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why? Oh, my God. It's not that it's funny, but you and I have talked about this one or this like style of one a lot. So, all right, I'm not paying for this one. Oh yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh shit. Uh, I love those fucking Batman ones where he's just. That's yeah. That's where they fucking. Where like they're doing something and he comes running down the fucking street. Dude, this dude. slide is the best one because he like gets stuck and has to shimmy down it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so fucking funny. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. Well, Shane, uh, I can't thank you enough for uh, fucking gimping me along this fucking podcast and uh, being able to do this gentlemen. with Kyle. Man, it's been really fun. 
Dude, absolutely. I, I, thank you, Shane, and thank you, Luke, because I finally yeah, got my wrestling episode. Yeah, Fuck man, it was yes. Tight. WrestleMania weekend, baby. So, uh, is there anything before we get off that you guys are excited about to see at WrestleMania? Like, like you can't fucking wait for. Um, I wouldn't say it's Charlotte Flair, Rhea like, Ripley, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm gonna, gonna have be to good. be in a room alone by myself for that one. The <laughs> cell match is gonna be decent. I wouldn't say there's any like match that like I'm like super pumped for, but it's the most like consistently looking solid card that they've had in like a really long time. Very solid. Especially since it's became a two-day event as well. Now, is the Hall of Fame tonight? It's technically after SmackDown, I think. Okay. I don't know where, though. I'm assuming Peacock. Okay. Um, are you going to be upstreaming that? Or do yeah. you oh, not yeah. usually watch the Hall of Fame? Um, I mean, if if you guys are interested in watching it, is that tonight? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were gonna game a little bit. Um, I am. Oh, I mean that that's a, that's always a piece too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like Tight. the Hall of Fame could be something we game and watch. It's not, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's not super important. It, as long as it, I mean, it can get bad. Like when Mr. T got up there and just talked about his mother for like an hour and a half. That was very hard to sit through. I pity myself because of my mother, bitches. Like he just he just kept going, and they find right, right. it. It was sad though because they came out and had to like walk him off the stage. Didn't Kane come out and was like, "Hey, dude, you got to chill." Thanks. So. Did he have his mask on? No, it was that. <laughs> it's crazy how they did reconstructive surgery to make his face look normal after getting it burnt <laughs> off. Right, right, right. His dude, face was so burnt off. His face was really burnt off. Right. I'll that's why you, he wore the mask. I'll leave you with this. Did you ever see Kane's gimmick before he was Kane? Uh, he didn't have a mask, did he? So he actually had a, like <laughs> long hair, and he was in overalls, and he was like, wasn't his gimmick like a farmer or something? No, he was a dentist. A dentist. That's what it was. But wasn't he in overalls? Maybe as a former gimmick prior to that, but. I always knew him I as must Dwight Yankum or whatever else. his name yes, was. That. Dwight Yankum. Yeah, Dwight Yankum fan, Russell, huh? <laughs> um, Guitars yeah. and Cadillacs. <laughs> Pulling teeth. All right, That's I'm going to go have a cigarette and then I will uh, I will be on. Tight, boys. Okay. Well, I had fun, man. Uh, let's hopefully do it again on a topic that I can, you know, contribute to. Bro, you Shane, can we, time. Shane, can we get a fourth bowl hit for the uh, podcast? Absolutely. Isn't there a proper way I'm supposed to leave this? Uh, you have to say later in a fast and high-pitched voice. Yeah. So, Luke and later. I, while you, while you are... <laughs> While you right. are packing your bowl, we will He's give already you got the it. example. Number four. All right, boys. Later. 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 <laughs> <laughs>